Hello and welcome to Tofop. Uh, we didn't do an episode last week, sorry about that. Uh, we have been trying uh, to get out an episode of Tofop every week and also an episode of uh, Two Guys, One Cup, our new AFL podcast every week. Uh, because of the nature of the AFL being weekly and us trying to get to reviewing every round, uh, last week we had the choice about doing one or the other and uh, we did the footy podcast, but uh, this is a special bonus uh, fop. It's a tofop fop crossover uh, because Justin Hamilton is a guest as well. So I think you're going to really enjoy this one. And then uh, hopefully next week uh, we might put up, or in the next couple of weeks, we'll put up the big, uh, huge live one we did at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. So thanks to everybody who downloaded the live stream of that and watched that. Uh, saw me fall over live. have asked about my health. Yes, I am still sore. Uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody, for being involved. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash tofop. If you want to support the podcast, we really appreciate it. Uh, we're going to put up some new levels and some new offers and rewards and stuff like that uh, in the coming weeks, uh, some stuff around James Fosdyke, because I know a lot of people are fans of James's, and we're going to try to do a special level uh, so that we can get James to do stuff uh, for people who want to support the podcast, and uh, also we might have some goals to get us to the LA Podcast Festival, uh, and a couple of other things. I think we've got some other uh, things that we're considering as well to put in there, but if you want to support the podcast or any of our podcasts uh, at the moment, the best place to do that is patreon.com slash TOEFOP. And uh, we really do appreciate it. Uh, the, the money uh, that you are giving us is going directly back into the podcast, uh, A, paying for some things that we have previously paid for, but B, uh, helping us get a producer and trying to get the show out every week and uh, hosting fees and all the various things that come with having an imaginary radio station. So uh, you can check out my podcast, Willosophy, of course, uh, my irregular podcast but I think there'll be a new episode of that uh, this week with Nina Las Vegas, the last one with Sovereign Sire. was uh, really excellent. Uh, if you haven't checked that out because you maybe didn't know who she was, I recommend uh, dipping into that one. Speaking of Sovereign Sire, I will be doing her show this Saturday night in uh, Los Angeles at the Steve Allen Theatre. Apparently there's a segment in the show that she does. I'll post all the details on Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff as usual. But uh, there is a segment where she uh, gets somebody to read out uh, the creepy messages that uh, people send her because she works uh, as an adult actress as well as a comedian. And uh, so uh, Dave Foley from Kids in the Hall and News Radio and all those sort of things, he was going to do it, but he's not doing it anymore. So now I'm doing it, which will be a massive disappointment to anyone who was going for Dave Foley, but uh, might not be a massive disappointment to you. Uh, and if you enjoyed that podcast or you enjoy me or you think that sounds funny, uh, then you can come and see that show at the Steve Allen Theatre. I think it's on nine o'clock on Saturday night. I've got a few gigs actually in LA this week. Uh, Thursday night, I believe I'm doing Joke Thieves. Matt Kirshen's uh, hosting that show at Meltdown. Uh, I believe the premise is you do seven minutes of your material. You're pe- paired up with another comedian. So there's four on for the night, two pairs, I guess. Uh, or four of you do your material in the first half. And in the second half, you come back and do your best, best approximation of uh, the person you've been paired up's material in the second half. So that sounds like a really fun and funny show so uh come along to that i'm sure that's going to be brilliant and then friday night i'm at the comedy lab uh at the improv uh doing a show there as well so uh come and check that out as well if you want to come and uh, see a show while i'm in la this week i'm not really doing heaps of shows uh while i'm in town um i've got a bit of writing to do and some meetings and some other things uh that i am doing plus i just came off two and a half months on the road so i should just have a break from talking uh, but I'll still be talking in the podcast because uh, this is the time when I get a little bit more time to concentrate on the podcast. So hopefully you'll see some uh, new levels on the Patreon and you'll see uh, the podcast coming out more reliably and more regularly, at least for a small period of time. Uh, and then I'm going to go on a holiday and then I'll have to do some work. So, you know, 
enjoy this brief moment. <laughs> anyway, I'm banging on too much. Uh, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you to Justin uh, for being our guest. And uh, Charlie and I, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Cheers. The following episode of Tofop is rated M.A. It may contain Batman references, time travel references, sexual references, lost trains of thought, and mild coarse language. Tofop advises that the program is not suitable for anyone under the age of 15 or anyone who enjoys succinct, coherent conversation that might actually have a point. Minors must be accompanied by a parent, guardian, or priest. This is John Deke speaking. Jared Whiteley. Glenn Wheatley, Jared Whiteley. Glenn Wheatley, Jared Whiteley. Glenn Wheatley, Jared Whiteley. Abominable, phenomenal, phenomenal, abominable. You know you need unique New York, but does unique New York need you? That sounded racist. <laughs> Everyone relax. This is Tofop. I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And uh, guest Charlie on a Charlie episode. I, we used to do this. Yeah, but they'll never really guess Charlie. Charlie's. Oh, well, you're not really a guest Charlie, I guess, are you? Anyway, it's Justin Hamilton. Hello. Let's discuss you with you here in, here in the room. I felt like the uh, start of that was going to be, like, that was our equivalent of the start of uh, Radiohead's Hail to the Thief. You know, when it starts, the album starts with them plugging in. Right, yeah. yeah that was what we were doing then, yeah, but I with mean, our mouths. We're bringing new shit to the podcast world. Yeah. You yeah. know, we are the Radiohead of podcasts. You would never I, hear an episode of Tofop where things get plugged in because <laughs> we never plug anything in. I right. mean, the idea that we were recording before we plug things in, <laughs> I'm not even sure that's possible. <laughs> right. I, I think I have to plug things in literally to record, so I don't know how you have two devices, Radiohead. Yeah. Maybe it's probably faked, like yes. the moon landing. I don't even yeah. believe Radiohead are a thing. Right. I've never seen a guy with a radio as a head. Right. You work in radio. Have you ever seen a guy with a radio as a head? I've seen someone with a mullet as a radio, but I haven't seen <laughs> a, a radio head. A mullet as a radio? Yeah. What, what do you mean by that? Like it was a mullet radio. It was a radio in the in the shape of a mullet haircut. Are you serious? Yeah, it was on one of those, you know, one of those sites where you can buy things like... <laughs> uh, Ten-toed socks and, you know, oh, uh, you know, one of those yeah, like A novelty yeah. site. A novelty yeah. site. A work site. Yeah. yeah. A, work a, work site. Site. a building site. <laughs> yeah. A, contru- a construction zone of some yeah. kind. Yeah. yeah. That's where I buy my novelty t-shirts. Right. Yeah. Got a guy named Gary. He's so, what was what the works. idea behind the mullet? Was it like, because this is like, you listen to your rock and roll yeah. on this. Through this. It was a radio. A radio? This, yeah. Or a um, tape player, a DVD player? No, I, I thought it was like a... Just a radio. Yeah. AM FM radio. Yeah. Mull- mullet FM. Mullet FM. Yeah, we, we only play songs by guys with mullets. Yeah. Coming up next, Richard Marks. Richard yeah. Marks. And then sports, Stephen Kernahan. <laughs> <laughs> How good would that be? Stephen Kernahan rocking the old school mullet. And then we go back to the 80s with our double film header, a double film feature, Lethal Weapon, starring Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, yes. Coming up later, Michael Bolton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Does that finally, count as a mullet, Michael Bolton? Yeah, hair? definitely. Yeah, yeah without he, a doubt. A mullet. Is yeah, it a mullet? Yeah, he, he wasn't was, just he long hair. No, no, no. He had a mullet. There was a so m- his was shaved on the sides. It yeah. was not shaved on the sides, but it was, it was shorter on short. the side. Yeah. It was like it was certainly business up the front. It might have had a less strict business dress policy than some people's business up top. You right. know, because some yeah. people are like business up top. That means shaved. 
Yeah. But I think you really only need shorter up top, longer down the back for it to technically be a mullet. Yeah. Mullets, like the mullets are in still with a hipster, right? Like you see a lot of footballers. Yeah. You see footballers with mullets. Yeah. Ironic mullets. Ironic mullets. Ironic yeah. mullets. Ironic mullets. Ironic I saw those guys, by the way, big day out. Fucking great They band, were so ironic. good. They should have cut through. Well, Tex, yeah. Tex Walker for the Adelaide Crows, he had a mullet and now yeah. he's gone now for he's like a mustache. 19, yeah, like yeah. 1920s mustache. dandy. Yeah, yeah. Now, and I mean, he's short yeah. back and sides with like a Bristol mustache. Yeah. It like, looks like he flew his uh, uh, B-52 uh, yeah, biplane, biplane into the <laughs> Adelaide Oval, got out. Tally-ho, kick so, a goal. I mean this in the nicest possible way, but that's what a fitter version of me would look like with a moustache because he has my haircut. Like, no, I he does have the, your haircut. He has my haircut, right. and I, I don't do it every day. That haircut's high maintenance. Like, right. it's a short haircut, but you actually have to fucking put shit in your hair to make it look like you're that. You have with to comb the it. I think you've got a good face for a moustache. Yeah, my hairdresser keeps telling me that. Yeah, because you you've, you've got a kind of yeah. angular face. Yeah, you apparently. Kind of, it would, it would you won't look too sex pesty. Yeah, no. not I won't have a Sam Simmons moustache. No. <laughs> Poor Sam Simmons. That, that's what had happened. Sam had accused me of stealing his material. <laughs> yeah. You get a good moustache as well. In fact, all three uh, of us, I think, are good moustachioed gentlemen. I, I once uh, shaved the rest of my beard and looked at myself with a moustache, and I went, oh, that's what I would look like if I was the 67-year-old father of me and I was really disappointed yeah. in who he was. I looked like a cop. I, I shaved my beard into a moustache right. and I was like, cop. Yeah. Cop from the 80s. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can play cops throughout the ages. Yeah, that's right. That, that's been a real secret to your success. That's true. You're like an yeah. eternal Depend- cop. Yeah, dependable. Oh, yeah. Whatever age it is, you could cast you with a different haircut and different facial hair as a cop. Yeah. You, dip- could, you could play cop now. You could easily get cast as a cop now, but you could go cop back to... 1950s at least, I reckon. Oh, you know 1920s, mate. Yeah. I could go Reckon's, earlier, You've definitely. got that much range. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can play 1920s. Oh, yeah, if, yeah. I, if I gave myself like that sharp undercut yeah. and a comb over with a brill cream and yeah. stuff. Yeah. blunders. Wait for this. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Wait yeah. for this. Lost cop. It's like Quantum Leap with a guy who just keeps going back and forth as a cop oh, through different eras. Quantum Cop. Quantum, quantum cop. cop. Yeah. I like oh. it. That's actually something you could pitch. Quantum Cop. It's like Quantum yeah. Leap, but with a cop. It's a crime So procedural. does he control yeah. where he goes or it's random? Random crimes. Yeah, random unsolved crimes. Unsolved crimes. Oh, yeah. all the worst, most famous unsolved crimes. crimes so Jack history. the Ripper yeah. and Boston Strangler, do they Jack, catch him? Jack the Ripper's the end of season one. Zodiac yeah. when, Killer. Like, do you know what I mean? Zodiac Killer. Zodiac Killer's the end of season two. Yeah. Yeah, you could do all the big ones. JFK. But in, yeah, but in between, you could do like little yeah, ones. Yeah, do little ones. Yeah, yeah. Howard Holt. Yeah. yeah. Harold Holt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, on par with JFK. Yeah. Harold Holt. We were all thinking it. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a down under episode, like when the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, in the second season, yeah. when the ratings are starting to slip. Yeah, Quantum yeah. Cop down yeah. under. <laughs> solve, solve the murder. Of- I, I yeah. feel like that show existed in the eighties in a different yeah. universe because it's too perfect. Yeah. Why Starring, hasn't that been made? Who would, who would have been in it? Would have been like a Tom Selleck, Scott Bakula type. But yeah, but modern. Who are we putting Who's in the it? Modern no, day? it would be eighties. It'd be an eighties oh, version. Okay, so. right. Oh, we're making. Hang on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so sure. take someone like uh, Scott Bakula would have been too young. Don Johnson. <sighs> I mean, could yeah. he have been Quantum I like the Cop? Don. No, I think the Don was a bit too grounded for me in Miami Vice. But I think he, I think you're in the. Oh, right what about record. Tom Berenger, Quantum Cop? Yeah, but would it have been big enough with Tom Berenger? I, I feel like this was like 80s, I feel like this was something that like the person then went on to become a movie star. Yeah, okay. but this was their like. Oh role yeah, yeah. That, I think like, this was be- their ER for George Clooney. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah that's what yeah. it is. It seems like it's a bit soapy when he's on. Okay, so who, but once he becomes, so we got to work out then who became a big star in the nineties. So oh, like Bruce Willis. Okay, Bruce oh, yeah. Willis, Quantum yeah, Cop. It's your, yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't think he'd be right. Oh, no, what about, Tom, a, what about Bruce Tom Hanks? Willis is a cop Tom across timelines. Right. Tom Hanks after his time in uh, Family no, Ties. No, it has, nah, to, it has to be Bruce Willis. Yeah, we Bruce think, Willis. We, we want think a more Hollywood cop. 
Yeah. Uh, Bruce Willis. Cop of any era. Because yeah. he's yeah. played uh, like olden days cop as well. Yeah. Right? Convincingly enough. Yeah. In, uh, in like the like Last Man Standing, wasn't he? Yeah. And he's futuristic or? cops. Yeah. He's been all sorts yeah. of cops. He's, he's quantum cops. He is quantum cops. He is quantum cops. <laughs> 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 Makes a lot of sense. Bruce Willis and is. Now, and we also have the heading for the movie poster. Bruce Willis is quantum, quantum cop. cop. <laughs> No, Bruce Willis. Oh yeah, Bruce yeah. Willis is, and in brackets, and always has been. <laughs> yeah, Quantum Cop. <laughs> I love everything about this. Oh, I actually want to see a Quantum Cop film. Right. You know, you know what I would like is to discover this that time he's it, going forward. It'd be one of those series that flew under the radar. That you went, there were five seasons of this. Yeah, right. and when you watch it, it would be an amazing quality. You know, Bruce Willis was in Quantum Cop. Oh, I yeah, that's where he got his big break. I would, right. I would, yeah, a lot of people say moonlighting, but I think for yeah. me... And Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. I reckon yeah. Elizabeth Shue was in it as Best well. Best work apart from Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, Quantum... Right. Was she too what young? Yeah, no, that should be right. Yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Shue. Yeah. As, his, as his... She is his, like... I guess she starts off his, like, personal assistant or something, but then she she runs... Quantum Cops affairs from like yeah. a control room, right? So, the timeline? so she's a, a, the sidekick. Yeah, no, but, but she's, she's like not very. Um, she's, she's like very... the Oracle from yeah. DC. So she's not yeah. athletic. No, so she she's just nerdy. shuffles around. She's kind of yeah. nerdy, yeah. and the thing is, they've never met because she's he's a moving, side shuffle. He's moving through yeah. time streams constantly. So she, they've never actually met in person. They only communicate. She's yeah. in this room communicating with him, but she's in love with him. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and he doesn't know it. Do you want to hear this? End of season four. He goes forward in time, and he's trying to solve the murder of her. And that's how that season oh, finishes. Oh, that's amazing. That's Quantum how that season cop. finishes. Quantum and that's how the cop. series ended. Yeah, because we lose all our but fun. But since then, there's been like a real kind of petition and stuff online yeah. that yeah. maybe we could get Bruce back to do a final maybe for Netflix or whatever. Now we've got yeah. this new, Oh, no, no. I've heard like the X-Files. Uh, no, I've heard they're actually rebooting it. Oh, they're, they're, they're rebooting it. Channing, Channing Tatum. It's Quantum Cop. Yeah, yeah. Quantum uh, Cop. I, I watched Channing Tatum. Uh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're grabbing the guy who directed Creed. And oh, they're doing the right? big screen oh, reboot yeah. of Quantum Cop. Quantum Cop. Yeah. Like on the big screen with Channing Tatum as Quantum Cop. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah, I like it. I you really know. good. Who's playing Elizabeth Shue's character? Bruce um, Willis. No, Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> 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 Fucking, that's a good idea. No, yeah, Br- a good- Bruce yeah. Willis plays Channing Tatum's dad and they've yeah. got uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's yeah, well compulsory. Played. No, yeah. it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. That's really I mean, good. We have to use her anyway, so she might as well. Yeah. She's very good. I would yeah. love if any teabaggers out there who are good with like Photoshop, can you design like an 80s VHS-style quantum cop movie poster? <laughs> Bruce Willis is quantum cop. I love that you've asked for that. Like, yeah. that wouldn't have already actually just happened. Do you think it would have? There would have been a battle between like... Reed Parker. Reed Parker, James Fosdyke, and Colin Geddes. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, It would have been like that scene from fucking The Dark Knight where the Joker's like, there's an opportunity coming up in an organisation and then splits the pool cue in half <laughs> yeah. and chucks it there and they have to fight each other to the death. That's what that would have been. Quantum cop. Can one of Come you, all, on. can one of you if, also if draw that? If there isn't one, if there wasn't one, <laughs> Then I'm shutting down the fucking podcast. Like, yeah. Seriously. Can you do the Quantum Cop uh, poster and can you draw that picture of the three of you with a Paul Q fighting? I want to see that as well. <laughs> oh, that actually I want to see, would be I want to see their interpretation. I would so that, like yeah. I think the poster should be predominantly kind of uh, a darkish kind of blue. I don't yes, like yes. I said that darkish blue Total yeah. Recall style. Yeah. It should right. be Quantum yeah. Cop's quantum face cop. with an obscure yeah. kind of like cosmic geometric whatever. That's the, yeah. the, that's the, e that's the time gate he uses or whatever. Yeah, sure. E equals MC squared. Like it's really yes. obvious. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Written in digital clock writing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we're going to blow the kids' minds with this bit. No one knows this. Maybe. Maybe it's even got the foil. Like it's the oh, foil yeah. reference. Just so it looks a oh, bit more yeah. futuristic. Yes. Oh, God. I want this so bad. So, 
What do you think that Quantum Cop is? Because here's the thing. We we've understand what the character is, but yeah. the character is not just about the conceit of the show. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's a time-travelling cop. But what is he? Who is Quantum what is Cop? He? How did he find himself yeah. in this situation? Like, what is he running to or from? Okay, well, let's start with the obvious comparison is Quantum Leap, right? Yes, right. of course. And he is a scientist who... Uh, experiment uses himself to, you know, yeah. move through time. Can you right? remind me about? We haven't talked about quantum leap recently, have we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, literally again. Again, it's my favorite topic. That's like, yeah. that's why the TV show Quantum Leap isn't being mined more. Anyway, let's yeah. go on. Uh, so he's a scientist who puts himself, he experiments yeah. in himself and enters the time stream or whatever it is, the dimension stream. I would like Quantum Cop to be a little bit more Steve Rogers. He volunteers. Yeah. Oh, so to, it's yeah, like yeah. someone to do the job that no one else because because well that doesn't that's dangerous. It's doesn't, a one way trip. Yeah. But doesn't yeah. that mean that you're like your yeah, Matthew McConaughey style? Like, isn't that a thing of like, but who does he leave behind? Yeah. And this is the eighties. Yeah. And I don't think they would leave people behind too much in the eighties. It would normally be because he thought his family was killed or yeah. something like that. His and he had nothing is, less to lose. So, yeah, his but wife, then it discovered. But killed. then while he's away, time traveling and can't come back you discover that his family wasn't actually killed. Yeah. And yeah. the one time that he wants to get back to is the one that he can't. Yeah. Yeah. So he so is he motivated? So when someone comes to him, the the you know, the the retrospective uh, crime bureau or whatever, who say, yeah. look, we found a way for you to go back and stop these, you know, these famous crimes from happening. Is his motivation also it's okay. Yeah, We're just sorry. being handed alcohol. Oh. Thank you, Gemma. Thank you. I appreciate this. This is oh, uh, thank Justin. You. There's a glass oh. of wine for you. Oh, thank you. Uh, this is an unexpected uh, podcast because, well, Charlie and I were going to catch up on podcast today, but Justin and I were just catching up and doing what we like to refer to as an on-off, an off-air podcast. Oh man, it's like heaps of downloads. We have done so many of those recently. Thanks Hundreds for getting of hours of them. Thanks for getting it to number one. Yeah, no, it's been fantastic. <laughs> everyone who hasn't listened, uh, everyone just review and rate. Uh, yeah. Really, we don't know how the algorithms work. But, oh, we don't uh, know, but we'll probably be number one for a week. That's normally how it works. Yeah. Launch a new podcast, be number one for a week. iTunes. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> We don't really fit three people in the pod cave. We've never really no. done a three-person pod cave. So uh, Charlie and Justin are in the leather armchairs that people are familiar with, and I am sitting uh, <laughs> in the doorway in like the, a creepy uh, uncle. Yeah, <laughs> in the doorway. Yeah, like a lingering dad from yeah. the tripod side. I feel like yeah. I'm a three-year-old having a bath, and my uncle's strangely right. sitting in the doorway just, just watching. Me. No, no, go yeah. on, go on. Tell me more about the rugby game. Just be natural. Just tell be me, natural. Tell me more about the scrum. What do you, yeah, tell me more of your ideas about quantum cock. Yeah. <laughs> quantum cock. I mean cock. Yeah. Yeah. What is this what is this quantum what does he look like? Yeah. What is he describe him? Yeah. Is he like Thor? Are you Thor? <laughs> do I want me to give you a rub? Will you be Thor? Thor after I'm done? Yeah, so I'm literally sitting in my office technically. If these were different countries, I would be mostly yeah. on my office. But my legs are in the uh, pod cave. Well, you know what I'm just thinking is we've often talked about getting your mate and neighbour, George Miller, on the podcast. I have. And now I have his phone number. I always thought we were doing it here, but now I'm looking at it, I'm like, we can't have fucking Dr. George sitting halfway in the doorway. Right. We've got to, like, if we do it, we've got to to hire a hotel room. No, no, I'll I'll do renos. Hmm? I'll do renovations. For Dr. George. Yeah. I'll say, do it in in eight weeks. I'm getting a guy in. (laughs) We're redesigning just so you can fit in because you're awesome. We can we, we do, can sell that to Channel Nine. We, we can, those Renaults. We could do it in the house. 
We could do yeah, it. We should do it. Definitely yeah. doing that. When I don't want to bring him when out. When Doctor George comes up, yeah. I mean, I know he created the wasteland, yeah. but even yeah. some things he should not see. Well, this, yeah, might, right. this might give me inspiration. <laughs> right, like, and like when he does the next Mad Max film, just randomly in the corner there'll be a childhood dollhouse and a Tofop poster. And how yeah. amazing that in in the in the Mad Max sequel, if you're sort of going through like the stronghold of whatever warlord we're with, you just see two kind of idiotic kind of right, guys idiots. doing a podcast in the right. corner, like yeah. wasteland. Fucking yeah. podcasters! If it, no, you know what? We're we're like the we're like the guitarists. Witness what I think about Batman. Right, we're just strapped to the <laughs> we're strapped to the front of two cars, yeah, racing still through talking. the desert and just yelling at each other, amusing things <laughs> yeah. because the guitarist died in yeah. the last one. Yeah, so like, yeah. you and I would. Definitely- no one else can play an instrument, so we start yeah. a podcast. And you we keep were- shitting yourself when flames come out of your microphone. Whoa! That's it. Oh, she was on our side, but now she's on the other side. Talking about all, that, we have often talked about on this podcast about where we would rank in like a post-apocalyptic situation. Lows. We realized it would be spoilers fun. low. But what I realise is that we would need blood bags. Yeah. If it, there's a mad man, you and I totally. would be blood oh, bags. People in a love second. my blood. They get high as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I'd be. Dead. You don't think you'd be a blood bag? No, you I'd, know, I'd, no. I'd... I reckon you'd be. You know what? Actually, I think I'd, I'd be more a war boy. Here's the thing. This is probably being too personal, but um, you have super sperm, so I reckon you would oh, be. Breeder. You would be a breeder. But <laughs> too personal. Edit. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> only when it's like exposed it, to the human sun, it becomes stronger than it was on its own planet. Yeah, it can stop a nuclear war hit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's right. hard to wank but, onto a missile. <laughs> you know, don't be uh, <laughs> uncertain about that. But, uh, <laughs> don't be so sure. Just sometimes you've got to concentrate and really believe <laughs> the Justin Hamilton story. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I love the idea of you guys uh, being strapped on the front of cars, <laughs> still in the desert, still yelling Talking. out your opinions about Batman, what, and dust is going in your face, <laughs> and just at one point, is this on? I have no idea. Anyway. No, we should be on. We would be on the big doof wagon yeah. with the doof warrior with all the speakers and yeah. just be Will and I hanging from elastic straps right. blindfolded, Doing a battling to each other and, with microphones that shot flames. Just having a 40-minute conversation about how even though the spotlight was a great film and it's great that journalism was celebrated and it was a good issue, there is no fucking way that that is a better movie than Mad Max. That would be mostly not. what we talked yeah. about. <laughs> right. And they would love it. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be like, yeah, damn, yeah. bro. I could be on a car that comes along strapped that just comes up now and again a little microphone drops down g'day folks how's it no. going <laughs> I'm like the dicky knee of the podcast <laughs> dicky knee of the wasteland yeah it's a great you're it's only a, a guest spin-off. you're in a, po- a post-apocalyptic breeder mostly yeah. podcast oh, no. guest sometimes you know yeah. who I would see you as and we have to go one film back but you know in Thunderdome in yes. Thunderdome the guy who manages Master Blaster oh, yeah. in the Thunderdome oh, yeah. that's you yeah, yeah right you're the guy who fucking runs the, thund- runs, the, runs the Thunderdome you're Master Blaster's hype man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. I like that. I'll embrace that role. So, yeah. um, did you know that I have George Miller's phone number? Yeah. No. Let's ring him. Yeah. Get him so, on the phone right now. No. Yeah, that's what I said in the last podcast. No. So, yes. yeah, I have. I now have. It was sent to me by somebody who knows George Miller. Yeah, right. And they sent Mel Gibson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, new school. Yeah, yeah right. That's right there. Yeah, Shit. Um, yeah, no, it was a penguin. <laughs> Oh. And uh, <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah, I know. Me neither. But delightful. It was that. Yeah. Here's a deep cut. It was that gremlin on the side of the plane. Ah. Uh, 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 that, 
You missed about I caught you out. How's, How's that? that? <laughs> so, should we ring him in time? Though? No. Uh, so, yes. What about in your next film? You get two podcasts. <laughs> right. And then there's a third guy who guests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's the hype man. Yeah. And yeah. so, don't you think that's a weird thing? To, no, a, I appreciate the person who sent me George Miller's phone number. But at the same time, you're really just sending me something that the only thing that I can do with this is say to people, I believe I have George Miller's phone. I mean, yeah, it may it not even, anything. It may not even yeah. be. It's, well, George, George, we should call it's George Miller, but it's the George Miller who directed The Man from Snowy River. Well, you know what it is? <laughs> It's Schrodinger's George Miller's <laughs> yeah, phone right. number. Yeah, because is. until I ring it, <laughs> yeah. it may or may not be George Miller's Two phone number. Two outcomes exist in this current yeah. moment. Right, yeah. But I'm not going to ring it because, of course, how can I just ring George Miller out of the blue even though I have his number? You Why did you get me. his number then if you didn't intend to call it? Well, I didn't ask for it. It was sent right. to me unsolicited by somebody I also know who had George Miller's phone number who had heard me talking about George Miller, I assume, and wanting to have him on the podcast huh. and have gone, oh, but did they Here's say... George Miller's phone number. Well, did they, no, did this they, did this they... person yes. has a particular way of communicating. I was going to say a particular set of skills. <laughs> yeah, but it, yes. It's, it's Liamness. Anyway, yeah, it's Liamness. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> it was Liamness. Uh, I kidnapped his daughter. I didn't. We, just, we literally just went to have coffee, but he is so touchy about that now. And <laughs> she didn't text him. Her phone was dead. That's all it was. But we plugged it into the wall at the cafe and got back to him straight away, but he was already hunting me down. Anyway, we've remained friends. <laughs> I heard he had a big dick. We bonded over that. Yeah. Anyway. Quick run. So <laughs> I said, Ron? Ron. Oh, Ron? Yeah, I don't know. Harry Potter. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So this person owned, did not send me a message with it saying, hey, you should here's give him a call. George Miller. You He'd should give him it. a call. Hey, George Miller would love to hear from you, blah, blah, blah. Can they find out if George Miller would love to hear from you? Yeah, probably. Then do that. Well, I'm hoping they're listening to this right now, and this is what we're doing. Oh, now I feel pressured to do a better show. No, 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 no. Well, they're listening regardless. Oh, okay. Well, I'm having a really hard time coping now. Wow. It's weird that Charlie, when he panics, starts blowing someone. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's a weird reaction to stress situation. Look, I wanted to help him out, but I didn't know where to look. <laughs> Mate, why are you watching Debbie Does Dallas? That's a film about someone who has anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> it's just nervous in crowds, man. Yeah, man, in hindsight, that's a cautionary tale. Yeah, so anyway, I have That's it now, cool. and so, you know. Well, I, I he's, met, he's met my wife. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, you Jim has met uh, Mel Gibson and George Miller. Oh. All right. But... She, and? she told them that she told them they should just reunite. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> make, get the band back yeah, together. Yeah, get the band yeah. back together. Yeah, yeah, right. No, she actually... Uh, Mel was... Mel was do you want to put lovely. that microphone slightly? Sorry, in my face? Yeah, she said she actually, I mean, you know, he's Mel Gibson. Yeah. But she said he was really nice. He was at the Chop Fest. He was the chief judge at Chop Oh, Fest this right. Year. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. the other thing is, though? You do kind of hear about Mel Gibson that when he's not being mm. that Mel Gibson. But it's how do you. Well, I had friends who As also, a human being. Okay, tell me. I, I had friends say. who worked on Hacksaw Ridge, which is the film he's shot out here, yeah. and they all. Loved him. In the same way that the... Here's an analogy you'll get, Will. The Bulldogs talk about Luke Beveridge. That right. cast talk about Mel Gibson. They just... He we was, just wanted to act for Mel. Yeah. You, totally. you know what? We just bonded together but, in a but, routine. But, we but just one of them said, like, Mel. you know, right. they were setting up for a scene and Mel yeah. was sort of going through it and sort of sh- saying how he wanted it to go yeah. and, se- and was had the script and was sort of acting it out. And he said, you're just standing there watching... Mel Gibson act right. and he's really good at it yeah, and he's doing right. all this like stuff and he's like then you go over here and then you say blah 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 and then you duck down and then blah 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 and he said by the end of it you're like 
yeah, and like you know, I'm gonna do what Mel yeah, did. Yeah, like he yeah. just right. he's so enthusiastic and real, but he's very generous as well. And like you know, he's all, all the kind of people he casts. Like he sort of handpicked all the castings. Like he was there. Like I normally, yeah, right. a casting agent just takes care Took of that. Blood, so. Looked at genealogy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you know what? We're serving fucking baking and bacon and catering. So yeah. make your own choices if you want to be involved. Yeah, <laughs> it was always going to come out. Yeah, you're going to have water or juice. Did you say juice? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What's your favourite Mel Gibson role? Is it Mad Max? Uh, I'm well, all- it has to be. I think it. I like. It's either that. I like that Riggs. I think like the original, the Lethal Weapon, the first one. I right. think. That Although scene where still he, when you rewatch those, there's some troubling fucking oh yeah, homophobia like, and sexism and like. But stuff, just as a but as a character, yes. I think that no Riggs, great character. But if if that Riggs was as iconic as John McClane in terms of like that '80s icon, like there's that scene after he's been fucking tortured, yeah, like chained up and tortured, and he fucking breaks the guy's neck with his legs and he gets off the meat hook and he grabs the machine gun and he chases guys. He's fucking barefoot, yeah. running down the highway, and he basically outruns a car like he just cuts across lanes and slides down the hill and and you believe that he can catch him like that performance like he's so energetic and he's so dynamic yeah, right. and everything he does the, is so amazing like you, you actually believe he's a superhero some, and it's all real there, there's some really great things about that movie when you revisit it and some really terrible things like particularly the second one's got like the second one I love because of you know diplomatic community yeah, yeah. but right. it's got some very troubling things in it as well that you don't enjoy as much but that first one the thing that is still amazing is he's got like PTSD or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. he's that way a, ahead of the curve. He's a genuinely troubled guy, yeah. and he doesn't play him as a just a kooky no. like I'm you know breaking he's the dark. Rule. Like yeah. there's some shit there yeah. that is really fucked up and troubled, you yeah. know. And he yeah. does play that yeah. very well. I think probably because inside Mel, there's some shit that's fucked up and troubled. So. As but well, as, as the movies get broader, the the characterization yeah. gets broader and becomes more comical. Cliche. It's yeah. like you know the first. Yeah. Uh, but it's also like first blood yeah. or, or Die Hard. Yeah. You know, like or all Rocky. of those movies. Or Rocky. Yeah. yeah. And they all just get Police diminished. Academy. Oh, mate. <laughs> Gutenberg. And and by, the the time, by the time they got to Moscow, it right. was just oh, like a parody of itself. A lot of people don't know that in the first weekend at Bernie's, it was about an actual dead guy they dragged around literally for the whole shoot. It was very right. heavy. Right. Got a bit crazy by the there's time. A, there's a great story. The French one. We can... The, the, oh, there's like, a... There's like a casual folly, Bernie. <laughs> there's a great story. <laughs> Thank you for being better at that than me. <laughs> I wanted to say something that clever and could not think of anything. I don't know and what happened. I nailed it. To be honest, I had a stroke. Oh, man, that was the best. There's a story about Shane Black who wrote Lethal Weapon. Because for all a while... White. All the, white. Whatever. <laughs> Shane African-American, I believe. In the late... Shane, I see no colour. In yeah, the late 80s. Shane, person of colour. Early 90s when he was, he was the highest paid screenwriter in Hollywood. He was only like 23 or 24 when I yeah. think he sold Lethal Weapon. And when you... The first page of... Uh, the script when you read it is like you know we open you know moving in on a mansion in Miami it's a beautiful mansion it's a massive mansion it's a fucking kick ass mansion it's the kind of mansion I'm gonna buy if I can sell this screenplay right and that's like that's his first fucking screenplay and when you read his scripts right like he writes to entertain Tarantino does the same thing yeah right where when you read his scripts like he's it's like he's you can see, like, he's getting excited right. about it. And what would be cool? It's not technically sits, what's perfect. He it's sits just, down to go, what, if I was what going would to, make me what would I want to say? Yeah. What, what do I but want But the way to he addresses the reader, too. Like, when you read some screenplays, you know, there's actually a, a, 
there's a school of thought that you don't inform that shit in a screenplay. It's a blueprint. You just put down what what happens yeah. in the action and what the characters are saying. The director is the one who comes in. But when you're a writer director, I guess, or just a fantastic writer like Shane Black, like yeah. you read those scripts and they are talking to you. Like you know, the you know, there's a scene, there's a Tarantino script. I think it's in. Um, uh, dusk till dawn where he basically when it gets to an action scene goes you know what happens here it's the fucking wild bunch but on steroids moving on you know what I mean yeah, like, right. he's the Deadpool of screenwriting yes totally. yeah, yeah 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 he's just acknowledging the camera uh, what was your idea of getting Deadpool into X-Men because we saw X-Men yesterday oh, yeah. Just, Justin and I went and saw the new X-Men spoilers film. Uh yeah no we won't do any spoilers no we won't do any spoilers you know what it's actually there's not that much in it that you could kind of spoil in that traditional sense, Not really. right? Of like there being a twist or anything like no. that. No, it it plays out how you would suspect yeah. it. Will if you imagine, play out. particularly with the X Men, where you, no one actually even understands where we are in that fucking universe. Yeah, the idea that you could spoil anything because I'll just make another movie where that thing did or didn't did happen, happen or whatever. Yeah, you know, like so. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, about the only person who might know what's going on is actually the character of Deadpool holding up the doll of the original Deadpool that he played in that universe. So were you a, like, were you right. were you a Deadpool nah. uh, reader before the film? Nah, not really. No, were you, were, I, I, I missed. No. I was never into. I was aware X-Men. of Deadpool. He felt very nineties to me, right? Like yeah, I he felt is. it was a bit young for me, kind of like Pokemon or yeah, I, that was all that, that era that I just wasn't into. Yeah, yeah. The but the idea because my understanding. Sorry, that's no, right. My because I never really read it either, but from just, you know, absorbing comic culture, I always thought it was like he's the character who makes, like, tits and fart jokes and, like, he's like a teenage boy or something well, like that. Well, he kind of does a bit. Like, yeah. he talk, he breaks the, you know, the fourth wall yeah. and he talks he, directly to the... He started and it off, is a bit childish, right? Well, he started off more like that, but uh, I think it was mainly the writer, Joe Kelly, who turned him into someone who was breaking the fourth wall. And oh, okay. little, so he's he's gone through a bit of a... Changed through the years. Did you like the film? Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was saying to Will, "What this is what I'd do to have him in the same next X Men film. Have him in the X Men, and while something's happening, have him in a corner, like just talking to thin air, and them all look, looking over and go, oh, don't worry about <laughs> it.' Blah blah blah. Then when you see the Deadpool <laughs> movie, you see the shot reverse, and it's him talking. They go, they think I'm just talking to thin air. You know, that's great. That would be that's cool. Then you can have both of them. But yeah. can you get meta in an X Men film? Well, you don't really need to in that no. scenario. No, almost. it's just weird. It's almost like just a weird moment that happens. That yeah. it, well, turned. I guess he's meant to yeah. be insane as well. Yeah. So, so you, you have Deadpool in a film and you see him mumbling to himself. And then yeah. when the Deadpool film comes out six right. months later. And, yeah, it's, and, that's and you, very clever. But you also, see, you, the other thing is, I, I was watching, <laughs> I was telling Justin, I was watching Love, you know, the Judd Apatow series. I like that series. series. So I've only watched the first like episode yeah. and a half so far. But the second episode starts with the thing that happened at the end of the first episode, but you're looking at it not even from a completely different perspective. It's almost the exact same thing that happens the last, like, 15 seconds, but you're suddenly the other character. Oh, right. And you're sudden, and that's where the episode starts. So you're seeing a kind of a previous... How the opposite, like, the last episode finished, but the second episode starts with that exact same thing from the other character's perspective and just kind of carries on from there. And I was like, yeah. That's all you kind of need to do. You can have two universes yeah. where one person thinks that one thing is going on yeah. and then a whole other universe where you can kind of step out of that and going, yeah. like it doesn't need to make sense in the, you can play it straight in the X-Men universe yeah. and have it played out in the other and universe. And the fact that Deadpool's yeah. crazy is the perfect like, right. justification for why 
he's you know talking to thin air. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like, but even the, but even the or... idea of how crazy he is is that idea of like if someone was just talking to thin air or addressing a fourth wall or whatever, you would think they were crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it, it works both ways. But, and yeah. also, the thing is, if you want to reconcile it, you can be watching the Deadpool movie and just going, oh, wow, this is what it looks like from the perspective of a crazy man. Right. Like, you don't have to take it as that he's actually talking to you. Right. The Deadpool movie doesn't even have to be, like, like all these things. It doesn't yeah. actually... Have, well, I mean, as Batman versus Superman taught us anything, it's just dream shit and put that in the movie. Yeah. yeah. More so, dream scenes. So, I didn't realise, but Deadpool took more, dream more domestically... Than everything. Than Batman. No, Did domestically you, than Batman yeah, versus but, Superman. But right. not than Captain America, than blah blah blah. Yeah, like there's right. a, I think, I think a fifty after, it, after like a fifty six million dollar budget, sixty yeah. million, and it's crazy. But like everything, when, uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, it did better domestically than Guardians of the fucking Galaxy. I think, you know, yeah. when we all, like, I mean, a, everyone wrote off Ryan Reynolds, right? Didn't they? They're like, oh, they keep trying to make him a star. It won't happen. It won't happen. No, it won't happen. And then I've always believed. I've said it a lot, but there's. This. This is what... He's not quite handsome enough to be a handsome leading man, but he's got this great body and he is indeed very handsome. He's charming. not quite funny enough to be a funny, just funny, funny person. And he's in this weird in-between land where he just doesn't quite work and this is fucking perfect. Mm. This is like Joel McHale who can kick ass. Yeah. Like, it's the perfect fucking role for, like, the, you know, this actor. And he should make fucking 10 of them and mm. make them all great. Yeah, well, and did you see what And then just stop doing anything else did because, you, like, it's We great. don't want to see anything else. No, but I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad he's found something that... Because I love But to- the good thing of that story is that he was the one pushing it. Like, he yeah. was the one who identified this is the perfect vehicle for me. And even though it went up and went down and whatever happened with oh, his man. career, well, I'd love to know. And even what happened in that Wolverine film. Oh, where, my God. Like, I mean, it's the perfect story because he's played the character at its worst. He's played the character at a point where they misunderstood understood him so much that they took away like the one the, thing the, the one thing that he's him. most famous for yeah. yeah like I mean I that's that you know what that is that's a fucking Zack Snyder joke yeah. that's yeah, like yeah. shooting Jimmy Olsen it's like we'll get the merc with the mouth and we'll make him not be able to speak yeah no, oh yeah and the fact that he was that that's like you know what that's like that's like Ben Affleck making the best Daredevil movie that you've ever seen yeah. <laughs> like you know what I mean like because yeah. You'd be like, oh, really? And he's so, like, no, nah, I'm going to have a second crack at a, it. I'm going to get it right. There's this a yeah. rumor going around online that Ben Affleck, because he was so, everyone's seen the sad Affleck meme and stuff, yeah. that he was so humiliated by the reaction to Batman versus Superman. Uh-huh. Which has worse rating than Daredevil. He's been made executive producer yeah. of Justice yes. League. Yes. I don't know that this is a good thing Why? either. I think he's a good filmmaker and stuff. I think the problem has been in the entire time they don't have a Kevin Feige. They don't have someone yeah, who's not directly involved in the production of the film, overseeing everything right. and the making universe. creative decisions. Yeah. Like I think Jeff Johns, Jeff Johns is involved somehow, yeah. but he seems to me to be overruled. Like he doesn't have enough control or power. Right. Well, because also they go after star power. That's that DC model, you know, whereas yeah, Marvel yeah. have They make certain, films. They yeah, make, yeah. But they have a universe, and now they've even backed off, like, having celebrity directors and stuff. Often they'll get people who, you know, like the guys who did Captain America, you know the Russo like, brothers they or whatever, like they get people directors. who... Yeah, they've, they had the Game of Thrones guy doing the yeah. Thor things and whatever, yeah. whereas that DC universe throws all this fucking big star power. And if you do that, you then have people who are like, fuck your rules and your yeah, universe yeah, yeah. and whatever fucking plan you've come yeah. up with, because I'm doing my thing. Yeah. 
Do you, do you love all those stories with Zack Snyder where he talks about Christopher Nolan and he'll say things like, uh, yeah, you know, like, uh, Chris was really against us uh, snapping General Zod's neck, but, you know, I talked about it with him philosophically and he was, like, really positive. He was like, well, it's your movie. And you're sitting there going, I think you are missing everything Nolan's saying to you. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think he, he might be a person who watched Christopher Nolan's films and missed everything Christopher right. Nolan was saying to him. Yeah. But I think that Christopher Nolan... And maybe at the start was really positive and was like, you know, I'll help you make something great. But then realised that Zack Snyder had no fucking idea what he... I reckon there was a moment where Christopher Nolan's like, well, I could fight him on every bit of this. Yeah. Or, or I, I could just Dunkirk. cement my legacy. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, essentially that's what Zack Snyder's done. Not only did... Like, it was enough that Christopher Nolan made all those great films. But now by doing this to us, Zack Snyder has made us... Put again, go, oh, thank you, Christopher Nolan. Mm. Yeah, everyone go back, watch Dark Knight Rises, right. and we will accept the apology. Yeah, exactly. You it's- write at me. One <laughs> scene that's wrong in the entire film. Uh, it's just Instead such- of every moment that's wrong in the entire film. It's, such a, yeah. it's just such a bummer. Like, it's just such a bummer that... Yeah, it's a bummer. Yeah, that's a perfect way of putting it's it. A, I mean, this is the first time we'll I've talked off- about it on the podcast. But <laughs> I, <laughs> some people are like, you've talked about this more on the podcast longer than the movie fucking went. Yes. <laughs> and here's the thing. As this I was saying to Justin revenge. yesterday, it's like, I have no interest in this being terrible because I am seeing this regardless. I wanted it to be great. Yeah. I went on... My opening night in my show in Melbourne, I went to see Batman vs. Superman because yeah. I was like, this would be a good way to spend my night. And then he had to cancel his He cancelled the show. show. He cancelled the show. Make people laugh. Cancelled my entire season. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Zack Snyder. If that's yeah. your real name. Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it is a bummer. Like, we're saying off air, I was like a DC kid. Like, yeah. I, Batman is what got me into comic books. Yep. And, yeah. like, that's the universe I knew. I used to hate Marvel as a kid because it was too cosmic and too wacky and, you know. Yeah, right. It's all space and shit. Yeah. Well, it, well Superman space, but no, 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 all no, that no. sort of, like, you know, mystical, funny no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel, Marvel Comics is the, is the era of the atomic gauge. Right. And it's all, you know, Everyone's it's radiation. It's, it's, yeah, it's a radioactive yeah. bite, it's gamma radiation, yeah, yeah. it's cosmic rays. They're all mutants with superpowers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Whereas yeah. I always felt DC was more kind of traditional mythology yeah. and stuff. It was easy to yeah. get into. And I just liked the characters. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, I like, I like the Nolan universe, but I was ready for a new take on right. it. Something that maybe like Marvel... Because right. that, it's that some thing fun. of being have good, some fun, have with, some that, fun with it, but yeah, also okay. like, but Marvel don't seem afraid about. Well, let's just give them the costume that they see in the comic book, right? Like you know, X Men be like, oh, we can't give them it. the costumes. We've got to give them leather yeah. right. jumpsuits. Marvel like people want to see, the and so that they, you know, the Captain America one that it's got yeah. a bit wonky, but you know, it's still like, oh, they're actually giving you what you want. So I thought, and well, you saw the costume. So after like, I mean, the thing about Captain America is, regardless of like, yeah, the first one he had the costume, and, but and then the other one it was in a museum. You're like, oh yeah, the costume, yeah, the costume. So yeah. we all get it. Yeah. Now yeah. you're wearing this. That's fine. That's but- it. Yeah. yeah. But the the after the Nolan kind of realism, which was was great, it's like okay, well let's get a more comic feeling right. one with all colourful characters and stuff, and then. It's just, it's just so you, far you, you know, from what you, I think we were wanting already you, for. You know, Why go darker? How did you yeah. go? Did you think that when you heard yeah. Zack Snyder was doing a Batman, like, would have Batman in this film, that it would be darker than hope Christopher Nolan's hope take? It's darker yeah. than Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah. Darker Knight. Yeah. Darker Knight. Is he calling it Darker Knight? But it's so, no. rel- it's so relentlessly I'd, depressing I'd and dull and there's nothing inspiring. About- it's like the... And it's the antithesis and of why terrible. you read hero stories. And he's a terrible Batman. Well, he's a terrible hero. Yeah. The Batman terrible. in this story is a... Te- but here's the thing. 
Batman and Superman are both terrible. Yeah. Like, Batman's yeah. a rich vigilante. He's a member of the 1% who's decided to take justice in his own hands. And, yeah. he does it, and he's a hypocrite because he's against Superman possibly murdering people by yeah. accident, whereas he's happy to just murder people in real life. There's a... There's uh, a, there's for a, any of the uh, extrapolation on any of these points, see about the last ten podcasts. <laughs> there's, a, there's a there's a line they say about when you're writing heroes, and they say your hero has to be defined by why, what he's willing to sacrifice yeah. to get to his goal. So Superman, you kind of have like a very lazy. Well, he sacrifices himself, you know, blah 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 blah. Right. But think about Batman in that film. He doesn't sacrifice anything. Wayne Manor. What do you mean? He sacrificed Wayne Manor. Yes. He doesn't live in it anymore. Yeah, he lives in that glass house down by the way. <laughs> yeah. He lives in that he tribute to He sacrificed his blockbuster membership. Yeah. He doesn't, doesn't go past that anymore now since he's moved no. to the lake house. No. I mean, yeah, the garden, he's, he's, he's uh, gardener. He sacrificed his steroids. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's curtains. moved on to, moved on he to creatine. He sacrificed curtains from his glass house. Still drinks in the morning, though. Yeah. I yeah, sacri- that. You know what? He sacrificed espresso martinis. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't it's give up guy. anything in that film. Like, there's nothing that he moves past no. besides his blinding, bigoted rage, <laughs> you know? Against right. people whose names aren't Martha. <laughs> That's it. That's the only lesson he learns. That is just one of those what if moments. Fucking, what if Doomsday's fucking mum's name was Martha? <laughs> That's the question. Now, I that been good. Martha Doomsday. I want to see that spin-off. <laughs> Martha? <laughs> on. Did you say Martha too? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what do you know? My name's my mum's name's Martha. <laughs> Martha, Mother Doomsday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, the Doomsday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> More like Quinky Dink. Yeah, Justice League of Martha's. So this episode has to be either called Quantum Cop or Martha Doomsday. <laughs> Martha Doomsday. That'd be the big twist. <laughs> my name's Martha too. <laughs> oh my God. That would have been so much better. Doomsday just pops his head in at that moment no. where they're like, Martha, Martha. Yeah. And Doomsday's like, oh my God. <laughs> That's how Doomsday talks. Yeah, because he's played by Frank Oz. <laughs> <laughs> the Australian Frank Oz experience. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Oz here. <laughs> Frankie Oz yeah. Frankie Oz The Frank Oz Down Under Experience Get that hand up Down Under That was actually Much harder to say Than anyone gave me credit for You know what I think it made a lot of sense Thank you <laughs> uh, The, the uh, it, There was so much In that film Where it was like um, You know They're kind of Seeding crisis On infinite earths As well Because that flash Appearance is like oh, yeah. uh, you unnecessary, know. but just and you jarring. Know, it's like all completely the, out of place. But, but, yeah, all the computer graphics when he's looking at all the people they've he's been across is like that. Kind of looks like something out of the nineties. In a dream? Is it in a dream when the flash comes back? Is it in a dream? In a dream? Oh yeah, no, he's having a dream and then the yeah. flash pops back in uh, like a sub dream. In a sub dream, and then he wakes up. And then so he is thinks, that, oh, is that have a dream. does that mean it's the person in the dream having a dream, or is it okay? Is it is there a is there a way to salvage this? No. The end. <laughs> I don't know. Seriously, you are. It's been great to catch up. <laughs> you are. You, of course, there you, is. You are a leading there teams a guys. Sell- brought into Warner Brothers. Okay. Because they're freaking out yes. because of the reception, and yeah. they say, "Okay, well, Zack Snyder has started rolling right. film on uh, Justice League." Yeah. Um, ben Affleck's freaking out. To okay. calm him down, we've made him executive producer. So he's now in uh, Zack Snyder's ear. They're having massive fights over where the story's going. You know, we're over budget. We're trying to get rolling on um, Wonder, uh, Wonder Woman's shooting. We're trying to get rolling on Flash. We're trying to get rolling on Aquaman. James Wan is threatening to pull out because he thinks that he can't make a good Aquaman film. What do we do? Should we just stop and reset? Or do we plow through and do like a, a soft reboot? What do, what do we do? We open on Bruce Wayne. Um, is he a kid? 
is a kid. <laughs> with his parents? With his parents. In an alleyway? In an alleyway. <laughs> All right. I have no idea where this is going, but continue. <laughs> I mean, it's compulsory. We just have to open on this. Yeah, yeah. In Wonder uh, Woman. And here's what happens. Is the criminal comes out and he threatens to shoot them. And uh, Thomas Wayne says, shoot the fucking kid. We hate him. <laughs> We all reckon he's going to be a yeah. psycho. He's scared of bats. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we they, don't even have bats. They murder the child. Yeah. And the Waynes get on with their life. Yeah. The, the end. end. <laughs> uh, no. You're fired. <laughs> right, I've, got, I've got a second idea. Guys. Yeah. Uh, okay, no. how about this but, idea? It's uh, the Waynes. They've just seen the Mask of Zorro. They're walking along. They get shot. Uh, they die, and the camera pans up and keeps panning up, panning up, and there's one woman in her invisible plane flying over, and she misses it all, and that's how her movie starts. Right, now, how about this? They just walked out of the mask of Zorro. <laughs> Thomas and Martha Wayne are walking. Lung, yeah. Lung Bruce on an alleyway. The criminal comes out with a gun. Uh, Thomas Wayne begs for his life, <laughs> goes yeah. on his knees and starts blowing the criminal, yeah. much to his son and his right. wife's disappointment. Yeah. And that's why uh, the like, kid grow, grows up to uh, be, be scared joker. of blowjobs. <laughs> oh, right. Blowjobber. <laughs> <laughs> I apologise for everything. <laughs> Unfortunately, I said blowjobber and I looked at pet member over there at the same time. On People the can't see that. It's a poster. It's a pet membership for the Western Bulldogs. Yeah. That's the life I live in. Privilege. <laughs> so I, I bought my dog a football membership. Anyway, yeah. hide anyone in Africa starving. Yeah. So, um, uh, no. So uh, you fix it. Brought it a bit dark there. So here's the thing. Uh, you can fix it. Uh, okay. So at the end of uh, this movie that's just happened, Superman's dead. Let's forget the fucking... Let's just have Superman dead for a bit, okay? Okay, so we're going to play with what we have. Yeah, Superman's fucking dead. Right. Right? And I... I'm going to just say, fuck it, Superman's dead for a bit. So, Batman, Bruce Wayne Batman, the Batman that we've just seen in this hideous movie, realises that he his life is out of fucking control, right? right. He's drinking in the he's morning. He's drinking in the morning. He's driving heavy fucking machinery after he's been drinking in the morning. He doesn't even own fucking curtains and he works at night. Yeah. Like he's, he's got a steroid problem. He's a fucking mess. HGH. Yeah. Like he can't see He hates tyres. He's just smashing yeah. tyres all he's night. He's haunted by the fact that he overlooked that Martha thing that would have yeah. like got He owns so way much. too many waistcoats. Yeah. I mean, a lot, just pulling a lot of shit. I mean, anyway, like there's yeah. like, he's haunted. Yeah. But he's also haunted by the fact that he was Batman for too long and he wore the cape for too long and he you know, started to brand people and punish criminals and he forgot what being Batman was all about and what that did, his blindness to doing the research and not concentrate. He was a bigot and that's yeah. what he realised. He became a fucking bigot yeah. and he realises that he needs to become the original Batman and it's got to be about something bigger than just him. Michael Keaton. Obviously... Yeah, he's got to become Michael Caine. <laughs> right, wow. No, he's got to be Adam West. Adam West. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, he realises that he can't be trusted by himself because when he was by himself, he gave in to the excesses of the job. And so he realises the best thing to do is gather some other people together so that it, they can form some sort of league because now that there is no longer a, super a Superman person to defend the world, what right. they need is the best of the other people. So it's a redemption and he's, story. Yes, and he's right. tormented by the fact that he's the one who, who killed that the there is no saviour. Yeah. Superman, because Superman oh. wouldn't be fucking dead without his arrogance, 100%. right? That's the reason that Superman's yeah, dead in this movie. He's the regretful Roman who crucified right. Christ yeah. and then becomes like a, a you know... That a, Roman. A, 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 Bat Roman. Bat Jesus? Bat Roman. Oh, yeah, Bat Jesus. <laughs> there must have been someone involved in that biblical story who was involved in the killing of Christ who then became a believer. Who later regretted it. 
Yeah, the dark. Yeah, Christ. Right, I was like, you know what? No, it is not. Do you remember that? So you know what it is? Killed Jesus. You know, uh, in, <laughs> Mate, in I was blind. In Braveheart. Mate. Don't drink tequila before eight. That's Mate, what I, I won't even right? drink through Alexia anymore. Seriously, when somebody said let's nail him up, I honestly thought that fucking joking, and then it got out of control, and I didn't yeah. want to say anything because you know it's Easter. You know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's in Braveheart. You know, Robert the Bruce is yeah. the one who eventually gets uh, uh, William Wallace betrayed. Spoilers, and then. <laughs> <laughs> After William Wallace is killed, Robert the Bruce, having having been indirectly involved with his death, then takes up his cause. Right. That's what it is. C-Day. Yeah. Batman is Robert the Bruce. Yeah. Exactly. He actually and is Robert the Bruce. He's, so, Bro- he's Bruce the Bruce. He's Bruce the Bruce. Bruce the Bruce. And he forms the Justice League as a way to kind of like make yeah. up to the world that Superman isn't there. Yeah. And the great thing is that then when you you bring Superman back as Darkseid or whatever the fuck they're planning to do with that, then you've already got the Justice League in shape to by the next film be able to fight the evil superpowered alien I think, together. I think you're right. Don't bring Superman back. Not for this But film. have some phenomena occurring all over the planet. Right. So just say whatever's happening is like Superman's regenerating, whatever sure. is happening. But because he's such a powerful uh, creature, it's, it's affecting. affecting. So you yeah. can bring in some climate change. It's like global warming. 100%. And people are just like... Ignore, let's ignore it. It's fine. Sure, it's fine. Scientists are like, it's coming right from the coffin, right over Superman's coffin. You know what it it's is? Emitting, it's emitting CO2. No, but you know what would be a great Superman global warming like, riff if you're actually going to do that in the movie? The idea that someone's really concerned that global warming is adding to the power of Superman. Because isn't the conceit that oh, the it's our sun yeah. that, oh, that yeah. gives him his powers? So the idea that perhaps more sun's coming through, so Superman is kind of growing right. out of control. So when he comes back, maybe you don't even have to do Darkseid, because I think that's stupid anyway, and I don't want him to go that direction. Well, they are. How about, I know they're going to, but in my, you've given me a fresh oh, yeah. reboot. Hey, why, why is he a stupid idea? Well, I just don't think what they're going to do with it oh, is what going to be. Do. A, yeah, like, right. It's going to yeah. work, right? Yeah. Whereas no, in, this, crisis on infinite in this movie, here's what I would do: like Superman's dead now, but it's it. So in this next one, you form the Justice League, and they all get to have their moment of like proving. But in the next one, what happens is Superman is resurrected by the fact that like so much sun now, and he just gets you know like the the it eventually does that. But what happens is because of global warming. We're getting too much sun, and his powers start to form out of control, and Superman actually starts to become yeah, like he, the. He just gets boners all right. the time, just like right. He's just fucking super speed, super like using his laser because he's just so fucking powerful and super boners and yeah, also super boners. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine most, that? Mostly for Charlie, super boners. My God, could you imagine a super boner? Yeah, it sounds. I, Vi- I took Viagra once. So it was not enjoyable. Did you? Yeah, accidentally. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like right. this story. I took Viagra accidentally. Yeah. That I would say 99% of the time when someone says that, that's a lie. Yeah, but I reckon this could be the 1%. Okay. Did you really take it accidentally or did you just take it as an experiment or like as a like- I didn't like, know. I didn't know it was it was Viagra. Well, you know what? Sh- hang on. Why are you taking pills that you don't know what they are? Quantum cop. <laughs> if only someone would leap into Charlie's body right now and stop this terrible crime from happening. All right, let's move on. Quantum cop. Quantum cop. Quantum cop. Quantum cop. Quantum cop. Uh, well, you know, I, you- we actually had to come back full circle because we—I've been thinking about it the whole podcast. You last. The last point we left Quantum Cop was why is he Quantum Cop? And oh, we, yeah. we, we talked about Thanks Scott Bakula in Quantum Leap is a scientist who's experimenting yeah. in his own technology. Yeah. So why is Quantum Cop Quantum Cop? Supply. 
No, no he thinks he's wasted it. And so he decides he's going to be the guy with this new, so they say new science that they haven't perfected they, they yet. They say to him, if you He'll solve, go. they say, if you solve these 10 famous mysteries, we'll let you go back to the time your wife was killed. No, and- I reckon I reckon he's volunteered because they, it's the first time they've ever used it. And he's just going back and forth. And as soon as they can perfect it, they'll send him back to oh, save his wife. You know what it is? The easiest crimes to solve are the ones they have the most information about. Mm. So they're obviously going to send him back to the ones that, you know, have been covered, like the Jack the Rippers and blah, blah, blah. But it also gives you the side stories. Yeah. And yes, he's working towards the idea that the cri- the real crime that he wants to solve is the wife's. Is his, his wife's. wife's death, yeah, murder. yeah, murder. Yeah. But then, because what turns happens? Out she's faked her own what happens in Quantum Leap is he gets into the time. <laughs> he, gets in, <laughs> he gets into the time stream. <laughs> But something goes wrong where he's out of control, where he yeah. can't come back. Yeah, yeah. and Ziggy so can't get in touch. So, is with that's him. what's happening with our time cop? Is he is he out of control where no, he's I, moving between time periods? With no, or is he? Or is, I think we've got uh, a bit Rachel more McAdams, No, hang on. Who did we say it was? Yeah, it was Rachel McAdams. No, in the eighties version. Oh, the eighties version. Bruce Willis. Elizabeth uh, Shoe. Elizabeth Shoe's in the control room. No business room. like shoe business. Her autobiography she wrote afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> about working with him on set. Yeah, the cocktail chapter yeah. is amazing. Amazing. Not about the movie cocktail. No, no. Just she about, just puts she in these great cocktails. They are delicious. Yeah, and she also that chapter on leaving Las Vegas is awesome. Yeah, but no, not, not the film. The movie, she actually just, just talks about the fastest route out of Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, and and the chapter on her adventures in babysitting. Yeah. It's not the film. about when she babysit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Babysit. <laughs> and there's also uh, that chapter on The Hollow Man. Yeah. Uh, no, not the film she was in. It's the ABC series. Yeah. Oh, and there's also that chapter on I've Run Out of Elizabeth Shoe References. No, she was, remember the chapter on The Karate Kid? Uh, so one about that goat that fucking knows how to fight crime. Hey, <laughs> Scott Bale. <laughs> He's a star. <laughs> Scott Bayer was dirty. He did not car- get cast as Quantum yep. Cop. It was down to him and Bruce Willis, I believe. Oh, yeah, that's, well, that's going to be like that one of those Tom Selleck, uh, Indiana Jones yeah, yeah. things where it's like, that could have been you. Or Paul Bettany, um, who was going to be fucking... Uh, no, the best one of those is Dugray Scott, Scott who's going to be, be Wolverine. And do you think Dugray Scott ever sees a few Jackman films like... Do you think he ever sits back and thinks, no, nah, I'm glad I went over time with Mission Impossible uh, 2. 2. The one yeah. that I'm, nobody talks yeah, I'm, about. I'm so glad John Woo needed reshoots for all those doves. Yeah. You know what? He, he would have done it for one film and then Hugh Jackman would have done it for the next one. Like, yeah. sometimes the person is the person. It was like, I think the one that Paul Bettany uh, bitched about was uh, The Da Vinci Code. I oh, think right. he was originally going to be no, Tom Paul Hank. Bettany is in The Da Vinci Code. He's the fucking, he's the, he's he's the, the albino mon- priest. Okay, fucking what was it? No, was, I know what you're talking about. There was one big it's movie a, that it's Paul a, Bettany... He said he would never do a comic book movie. It was a comic book movie role, and now he's fucking Jarvis. Yes, or, but he got uh, offered... The vision, yeah. Yeah, but he got... Yeah, it was yeah, something, was and it was it? massive. And yeah. he was like, well, I was meant to be that. Hang on, And then he got, like, really, like... And I was like, well, that doesn't mean that it would have been that big a film, fucking Bettany. We've let you in a fucking film and we've made you paint your face and be a fucking robot cape. That was something. weird. Something. I like Civil War. He's going to get to yeah. fuck Scarlett Johansson too, like a robot. No, not no, Scarlett. Um, no, uh, the other one. The oh, Ashley yeah, Olsen. sorry. No, the, yeah, yeah. That, Wanda. <laughs> Ashley Olsen. What's her name? Yeah. No, no. Um, Ashley Olsen. Mary Ashley Olsen. No, no. no she's a kid. No, she's not a kid. It's Mary okay. Kate. It's okay. no, she's Mary Kate and Ashley. Jimmy Olsen. It's Jimmy fine Olsen. to say you want to have sex with Mary Kate and Ashley now. They're great. They're adults. Yeah, now. Now. Yeah, now. Now. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. I don't think you actually are allowed to even now because if you saw him as a kid, you can't like, it's like, it's like Emma, it's like Emma Watson. Keep your eyes off her. 
<laughs> you dirty her, bastard. She's Hermione. You either can find her attractive or never watch Harry Potter, but you can't do both. Yeah, that's a fair call. All right, I'm going to put the recorder down. You guys keep talking, and I'm going to Google uh, okay. whatever that role was at Paul Bettany. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. you guys can keep talking. Um, were you, so, you know, in uh, I, I feel like you're about to say the, the weird attraction between Wanda and the Vision yeah. uh, was a bit... But you know they were married in the in comics. In the comics. No, yeah. no, I know about the comic book yeah. history. No, I don't... It's not the weird attraction. I just found... I don't know what they were doing with the Vision. I've since subsequently read stuff online with like oh no this is about the vision because you got to think of him like a, a child yeah he's trying to acclimatize to human behavior and interaction that's why he's wearing that strange 1950s yeah. kind of like lounge well not the lounge suit like a yeah a collar and, and and sweater um but he's a babe in the woods in the kind of way like he's sort of yeah. discovering kind of feelings i just don't understand what the vision i know he's an android but i don't I'm not familiar with him in the comics, so I don't. Oh, right. I don't know. Can they kill him? Can they just cut his head off? Like he's a, he's a magical android. No, he can control his density, so he can uh, make his body rock hard, ladies, <laughs> and he can make it uh, ethereal, so you can you know uh, move. He can but how does balls. he do that with android technology? Oh, I that don't sounds know. Like magic. Comics. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like magic. He's, just, he's not an android. He's a synthesoid, which is what Ultron calls him. I went those my balls once. It was very painful. Oh my god! Like you have to remove it with a small blotter of alcohol. Oh, hang on. Oh, he's Will, back. Will just turned up like Will just wheeled like, in like fucking like a Ironside. Yeah. <laughs> I was There's about to a say, reference that no one yeah. that we shouldn't even get. Yeah, I was about to say a drunk Dalek, but um, I did a Scott Dooley. I made a my, reference in my that even I shouldn't get. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is non-time specific to Scott Dooley. Yeah. I'm like, where where were you raised? <laughs> Anyway, uh, the movie, of course, this makes a lot more sense. It was an Academy Award-winning film. Okay, he had been the. Well, we'll guess. Yeah, you can guess. Let's let's buzz in. So, do it, Sale of the Century style, where you count down with clues. So start. Oh, okay. Start. Uh, uh, start. start all right. uh, obscure, and then get more specific. Okay, and do you, you understand yeah. how Sale of the Century goes? Well, yeah, you, just I've seen bu- it. you can just buzz in. Okay, so you got to buzz in. Mark, buzz what's in your buzzer you noise? Feel, when you feel like you've got it, what's your buzzer noise? Get eight. Okay, Vision. That's good. Vision. Vision. Okay. All okay. Right. All right. Good. Okay. And you only get one guess. Okay. Uh, that, or do you... Is that how... Yeah, sorry, century. Yeah. Oh, no, because you know what? Yeah, because if that, I hold my nerve, then I get all the clues. No, but that'll mean that nobody will have a guess, and then I'll have to keep giving clues, and you guys won't have a guess, and that'll be boring for podcast <laughs> okay. listeners. All so, right. so as many well, guesses as you want. First person to get it right. Yeah, you can just guess. So I'm just going to scatter guess. So, um... A beautiful mind. Uh, uh, a beautiful mind. <laughs> you only get... Oh, you know what? One guess at a time. Okay. How yeah, about one, that? Yeah, one guess per That's, question. Yeah, one, so we don't need to buzz in then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but one guess per question. Okay. But if you think you've got it, you've got to buzz in so you're first. Okay. I forgot right? who we were talking about. Anyway, okay. Paul so Bettany. Paul Bettany turned down a role that he later bitched and moaned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Barney from The Simpsons just turned up. What happened there? Sorry, I had to burp. Like you burped into my dollhouse. <laughs> Not a That's euphemism. My favorite sexual move. <laughs> Of the rusty trombone. What about Will, the why are you limping? Charlie came around last night. He burped <laughs> into my <laughs> dollhouse. Oh man, he let loose. <laughs> Mate, it was wet. So, uh, <laughs> there's no moment more beautiful but than this would have So, when Paul Bettany. Uh, Paul Bettany was meant to be in this film. He was yeah. re- He was replaced by another actor. This actor went on to win, I believe. Okay, okay, I'll, okay. So this movie won an Academy Award. It was an Academy Award-winning movie. The actor may have won the Academy Award. I can't. I actually can't remember what they did, but they were certainly nominated for the Academy Award for the role that Paul Bettany. Uh, so I guess they probably won because that's why he was bitching and moaning so much about it. But that that may or may not be correct. But the movie definitely won. 
Uh, the movie uh, starred an Australian. Any guesses? Blue Jasmine. No, it was not Blue Jasmine. Charlie, do you have a guess? No, keep going. Okay. Um, that, that <laughs> I forgot to use my buzzer. That <laughs> that's his rigged. Uh, a very famous Australian male actor was in the movie. G'day. Justin. Gladiator. It was not Gladiator, no. Charlie? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, it was probably um, the favourite movie that year of the guys who were in uh, Morris Minor and the Majors. Do you remember those guys? Morris Minor and the Majors? Yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Charlie, I mean Vision. <laughs> the King's Speech. The King's Speech. Oh. And he was offered the King's Role. That went to Colin Firth? Yeah, that went to Colin Firth. Ah, yes. So did he win the Academy Award for that? I think he did. Uh, he did. He did. I don't know. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul right. Bettany. And so like, bitching, bitching about, about, about So he like, turned it down. Yeah, and he was like, oh, that could have been me. Mate, I, I would have won all those awards. I would, I would have won the Academy Award because that was meant to be me. I, mean, I would be constantly Firthy after that. <laughs> I, uh, I'd be Firthy. I remember when I was very young, I was working as, I guess, like a, a runner on a, a commercial for the Red Cross. Like it oh, yeah. was a charity okay. commercial. So everyone was working for free. How did you get that? Because uh, I was working in a production company. <laughs> I was working in a production company. So when I you was, were young, how young? Nine, like, oh, okay. Uh, Not when 20, you were young. When you were yeah. an adult. Out of uni. When you were yeah. young and adult. But, uh, I'm, uh, there was I'm an... imagining you dressed as Mark Lee and Gallipoli while you were doing this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Gallipoli the, Levi's. They, there was an actor on this on this commercial who had this. Uh, it was like a surfy looking dude, and um, I was saying, "Oh, so you done? Have you acted?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I did Neighbours for six months, and he's gone." It was down to me and Heath Ledger for the role in Sweat. Wow. Do you remember that show? Yeah, Sweat? yeah. yeah. I watched that. He plays a tutor sports. Snowy. Snowy, the cyclist, the cyclist, the gay cyclist. And I was like, "Oh yeah," and he's like, "Ah," oh. and he's gone, and, and you know, and Heath got it, and it just bums me out because I look at his career and I was like, "Fuck." If I'd gotten sweat, then that would yeah. be me. Because that's what it is. That's how it works. <laughs> exactly. First you works. do sweat. <laughs> yeah. Then, then next you get the ten things I hate about you. Yeah. yeah. First nine. <laughs> but this dude First firmly nine. believed that. Yeah, that's that, how it works. That was a sliding yeah. doors moment. Because what they were looking for was the guy who was the gay cyclist in sweat. Yeah. To be the Joker. <laughs> Regardless of who it was. <laughs> yeah. To be the Joker. Well, that's how he got Breakback Mountain. Snowy. Yeah. Because like some of his work is snowy. They say, well, you know, it's snowy mountains. Yeah, they said in the snowy mountains. Yeah, that, that was actually in hindsight. That was a shout out from Ang Lee. This scene's normally in like the desert, but we're going to put right. this in the snowy mountains as a shout out to Snowy yeah. from Sweat. But he <laughs> said it with TV a slightly show. different accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, lo- he loved. He loved. What was that show called? You know, in an ar- ironic twist oh, in that show. <laughs> <laughs> in a, in a, in a, the word I just said. What was it called? Sweat. Yeah, no, you're right. In an ironic twist, uh, yeah. Heath Ledger's character Snowy yeah. on that show had a dog called Tintin. He, he did not. Oh, man, I wish he did. That would have been amazing. In the reboot of Sweat, Sweatier. That was a better fucking reference than you gave me credit for. No, it was an older reference than Scott Dooley would have done. <laughs> yeah, Scott Dooley's Tintin. listening to this going, Sam, did, no, did you not read no. Tintin? Yeah, when I was like five... Well, I thought Tim, that's uh, that is that well, is how, valid how, po- how, a valid pop culture reference. They made a movie of it with Steven Spielberg mate, three years ago. Tintin, I didn't mind the movie. Is for fucking nerds. You should. I actually prefer Asterix. Asterix. Yeah, yeah, yeah Asterix I was, was all much about Asterix. If you were about, if you thought Tintin was better Get than Asterix, Asterix. That's no, the I felt like I felt like Tintin was like the intellectuals. Shut the fuck up. It's the Doomsbury. Well, no, no, like, it's like Asterix was like the it was the Daily Telegraph. <laughs> yeah, right. It was like that was the no, kind, it wasn't. That was it a was, tabloid. No, it was Marvel. 
you reckon? Yeah, it was like it was just more was fun. Lots of fun. There yeah, Tinkling was awfully was kind names, of like I, dour and racist. I only read two uh, books, and they were the ones where he went to space. Yeah, yeah, Tintin, Tintin, Tintin goes to the moon on, yeah. in that red and white rocket yeah, ship. Yeah, how yeah. the fuck did that happen? He got in a rocket ship. Yeah, but how does Tintin get involved in a space program? Because uh, there's what was this? Why was what he up there? Fuck is going on with Tintin? I might have fast forwarded through the. Is his name Tintin? Yeah, yeah. Is it Tin Tin? Like is his no, first, his first name, name is Tintin. Tin? That's not a name. Tintin. Oh, sorry, Will Wow. Uh, a name that a name that someone, including the next fucking king of England, will have. Um, Tintin. Ru- no one's called Tintin. <laughs> this is my point. I'm William. Name my first son, Tintin. William Tintin is like Hammer. top five most popular names from since they came up with William till now. Yeah, right. Like, it's a bit like Charles. Yeah. They're popular fucking traditional names. Where's your fucking Tintins? <laughs> Not one. There's Madonnas. There's people called Seven. Oh no, there's a character Where's in the Crow. One, one of the one of the. Where's the, a person? The knife guy Tintin. in the Crow is called Tintin. I'm going to call my first son Tintin Hamilton. Have you ever met? Anyone called Tintin? I'm going to call my son Tintin Timothy Hamilton. So we know as Tintin Tim Hamilton. (laughs) And he'll eat Tim Tabs. (laughs) These are my twins. (laughs) Tintin and Tim Tab. Anyway, he's a bit bit of an angry kid. (laughs) But isn't that weird that, like, I mean, there's heaps of Harry's. You should move to Las Vegas so Tintin can live in the city of Sin. Oh, Tintin Hamilton Tim Tim in the center of Sin Sin Sin. Tim. <laughs> Tim Tam. Uh so here's the thing that I ask you about. Like is like there's people called Hermione. Yeah. There's people called like whatever. Like there's the people are named after everything. Why was there no one ever called Tintin? Well what about that's that? How, that's how unpopular that comment is. Google what, what about, Tintin. What about it must that? be uh, if you go to Wikipedia they'll tell you the every famous go, Tintin. Go and look up uh, that jazz saxophonist Tintin Jones. We'll cover we'll, we'll cover we'll cover for you. Now I have to fucking roll out again. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be right. Lay down some cover. Yeah, Autobots. We're gonna lay down, we're gonna lay down some uh, co- some cover conversation. Oh, yeah. Rolls out of the room. Guys, cover me while so I. So let's cover me while I roll. Although if we internet. talk about civil war, is that going to fucking like? Oh, we'll no, we'll be right. too. Uh, liked it. Can yeah. I just say I have a, a thing that we spoke about off air. Oh yeah. I'm starting to find with uh, all these open ended oh, open yeah. universe movies. Yeah. Is that I don't care or remember the ending of the film because everything's open-ended and right. nothing's conclusive. I understand that they build tension and there's a climax point, but for me, like, I'm I'm sick of open, open-ended movies. Just give me a fucking complete story. Right. I mean, comic books, when you do run an issue of something, it's a part of the universe, but it's still a c- contained story. That Not as a- much anymore, though. Really? Yeah, it's, you know, I don't know how kids keep up. <laughs> <laughs> but you read the old comics. Do you still buy be... trades? Yeah. Or... Oh no, I'm I still all, buy floppies. I'm all online. No, I I I like going into the store. I like uh, picking them up. I really? like Yeah, I like that tactile yeah. experience. I still get a lot of monthlies. I actually, I think the thing that has brought me back into comics is the advent of the iPad. I love. Yeah, right. Yeah, I love being able to download. Like you know, I'll hear someone talk about a comic. Within two seconds, I can go to Comicsology, boom, load it on my iPad. Like I have a stack of unread comics on my iPad. And right. I love it. Right, and I love the way it directs my eye to the the, the frame. Like I I realized prior to that, I mean, there's a difference when you have that kind of tactile hard copy comic book. You do soak in the page. Yeah. I do kind of miss that feeling of just like turning the page, taking in the image, and then yeah, finding your way through the frames. But I also do like being my having my eye drawn to the detail of the frame. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't quite get into the uh, into the downloading side of it. I tried it out for a little while. But you know what? I think I like the ritual. 
I like going in. Yeah. I like the smell. I like having a look around. I what's, like what's the smell? You know, like a like a comic book <laughs> guy taking a shit. No, Sorry, Justin. What are you talking about? <laughs> comic books have a definite smell. You know yeah, that. I guess I don't know. I don't like. I, I sort of. I mean, the, the last time I seriously collected comics or spent a lot of time was back when it, before they went to the glossy pages in comic oh, yeah. books. Yeah. So I haven't. I mean, I would just go in and buy like trades. I wouldn't go and buy like the individual issues. I just sort of. You know, I still it. like reading uh, some monthly. Like I get so really? monthly. Well, good on you because yeah. the industry's dying. Yeah, no yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. You know, I'm, I'm trying to do I give, it digitally. I, I give a lot of things a go as well. Like I'll I'll give something like three or four issues, and see if I can get into it and uh, kind of go from there. Yeah, but we're getting pizza. Are you fine with that? If we get pizza, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> keep talking. Oh we yeah. Things that are happening around that I've been told to inform you. Did you find right. out about Tintin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting back to that. Okay. Yeah. Guys, I'm enjoying hearing you guys talk. Oh, thank this you. This is like uh, this is like a civil war, but like Iron Man's not in it for a bit. You guys are just <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Oh, okay. So you're the star of the film. Yeah. And where? Hang on. Which one are you? Well, Who I do guess, you want to be? Yeah, if he's Iron Man, Captain America. All right, yeah. I'll yeah. take that. I'll be Captain America. So I'm Ant-Man. the star of the film. It's my film. Yeah. You're well, in you my start, film. Yeah. You provide the highlights in my film. Yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the best bit of you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm Martin Freeman. No. I didn't even get to be a superhero. No, I think you're more like... Uh, you're more man? like Black Panther. No. Oh, I'd love to be Black Panther. No, you're more like Black Panther because you have your own... Blackface Panther. Oh, my God. <laughs> Straight from Hey Hey, it's Saturday. Finally, a hero most of okay, us can relate Okay, so to. that was uh, the last episode of Tofob. I hope you enjoyed yeah. it. It's always a good way to go. No, Here he comes. Satire. Satire. Yeah. Satire. Unless <laughs> anyone couldn't pick up on it. I don't understand why Will Anderson can make a blackface joke, but then I put on blackface and go to a party and somehow that's offensive. Yeah, well, I'm sorry, Mr. Warren. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't even a fancy dress party. <laughs> Did you say this is a wedding? <laughs> this is a wedding. Oh, what? You can't wear blackface at a wedding in Australia anymore because of the bloody feminine nanny state. Nanny state political correct, mate. Um, oh, so I'm, I'm, I'm doing some other things, but I'll be back. Yeah, but um, Tintin, I oh. looked up, and every page was about Tintin. <laughs> the actual Tintin. Yeah, right, Like, yeah. all of them. Yeah. So and you're then, saying there's not one famous I, Tintin. Then I googled Tintin, not that Tintin. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, how'd it go? Still about that Tintin. Right. Uh, Even when you say not that Tintin, it's about that Tintin. You just... All right, no, Will. Put Tintin into Wikipedia, then go to disambig- disambiguation. Hey, oh, yeah, don't okay. swear. I don't know what the fuck that means. Right, yeah. But put Tintin into Wikipedia okay. under disambiguation. They're, they're ordering pizza now, so okay. we've got to be done, like, I guess, in, like, 30 minutes so that we can eat pizza. Do we, How long do, have we or, talked or do for? We, oh, do no, we well, we've done, like, an hour and a bit. Okay, so, cool. like, yeah. we can do another 20 or whatever. Sure. But, so I'll just go out here for yeah, a second. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue talking, talking about uh, and I'll comic look books. Up Tintin. Yeah. Okay. We can definitely do this. Uh, so, Black Panther, did you know anything about that character? Before yeah, yeah. I, like, uh, because because Avengers was the first comic So, Wakanda made, uh, is a fictional African country? Yeah. yeah that's or is it technologically advanced? advanced. And, uh, uh, and that's why he's such an important character. Like, I've, I've read stuff 
that uh, African Americans have written about Black Panther because he was not only their kind of like first superhero that they got to read about, but it was also he was a king. Like yeah. he had heaps of technology. Like he was like Reed Richards and Captain America combined. And so is and he cool. super powered? Uh, Where does his power like he's, come from? I, I think he's got the. Uh, I think when you become the Black Panther, your abilities become heightened, something like that. Right. Yeah. But is it genetic or is it like a uh, amulet? No, I think they. I can't remember. I think uh, I, I remember reading one series where I think uh, you, you 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 fight for it. What? You fight for it. Like Thunderdome style, two yeah. men into one man leave. Right, but <laughs> two men into the... one man Black Panther does I shit. Think... Damn it, we're sick of patient. We fucked it up. Maybe it's kings. I can't quite remember. Anyway, no, but it was cool. It, but isn't it like a? It's a. Hang on. Isn't Will. it a position? Like it's, it's a, a position. Yeah. yeah like it's, it's a position, it and doesn't mean you have to be the king. He just happens to be now king and. Black uh no, I think because uh, I think there was but a his series. Dad wasn't the Black Panther, was he? I think his dad may may have been. Oh, okay. Like I feel like this was a real. Uh, like the phantom right the phantom is handed down from father to father so yeah. the idea is that the phantom is lived for 400 years but it's actually yeah. just been father to son imagine if your son was a fatty boomba right and you had well, to make him phantom right that'd well, be that, annoying you know what that feels like what? that feels I like a found one entry that isn't about Tintin yeah. who's it about but it's about tin <laughs> <laughs> like about different types of tin twice <laughs> yeah, yeah that's right it's about it's the two, double article two tins of tin yeah. tin tin yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I thought Black Panther was super cool, and uh, y- y- you immediately wanted to see a movie about him. His first appearance was was great. You know, it's weird. It's like my, the audience started booing when Black Panther came. Every time Black Panther came on on the screen, they started booing. Oh, yeah, but Apparently that's, that's, that's because just... he ducks for bloody free kicks in fights. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mate, it's because of what he did to that 13-year-old uh, Marvel Mulvanian girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's he from? Wakanda. Wakanda. Wakanda, that's him. Yeah. And where, where uh, was the place that they blew up? Slovenia, uh, Mulvania, no, so, the, the something accord, the Skudovia, Skudovia, Scooby Dovia, Scooby Dovia, Scudovia, I do love a made-up country. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of. I know, like but it's easy to do when you're doing like Eastern Europe or or the African continent. But there's yeah. no kind of like. Blah blah land. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yes, you just like, like what. Greenland. I don't know. Name a film, yeah, fictional country. No, well, you don't, but you could. No, but is there a, Maybe fi- is there a film where though. there's a fictional country that isn't kind of ethnic, where it's like, oh, no, white people come from this land. It's called... Oh, yeah. Um, people land. What about... People sc- land. Yeah, what about, what about, what about Scotland? <laughs> yeah, everyone <laughs> there fictional place. That fictional place. I yeah. mean, people can't really talk like that. I wonder that, if right? there is a in cinematic history, because they always there fictionalize... Must be. There must be. A, yeah. There'd be, in those country. countries, there would be yeah. Yeah, versions of, like, America or whatever. Yeah. The United States of, you know... You know uh, what I was excited about? <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. That's, yeah Who that's, doesn't want to go there? That's what we're all thinking. Mate, every, <laughs> United States of course. Every summer. Limos, they're no, they're, no, you've got the right idea. It's just a lot of poultry. That is their yeah. number one export. Yeah. Plus, yeah. They, you should see how they erect a flag. <laughs> Slowly. Yeah, but like, surely. <laughs> but firmly. Firmly. Oh, okay. You know, there you see, by my bone is early rise. When I spaffed in the air and everything did not go right. <laughs> 
I can't do those notes. So oh, okay. Well, I, I was throwing it out there, and I apologise to everyone. You know what I'm excited about is that it seems like my rabbiting on to you guys about Black Widow getting a Jason Bourne style oh, yeah, one off on. movie. How good would that be? Yeah. I, I put, think it's a great idea. And I'd put she's Hawkeye actually, in Scarlett Johansson. She's great. I've had like this... When she started, it's like, she's great. I really like her. She's cool. And then there was a period where like, oh, I don't know if I dig her. I'm not sure if she's any good. Yeah. And she went through her Jake like, Gyllenhaal stage. Yeah, where, but you know, she's you try great. Like, but all the mainstream stuff. But and also, then you go, like, the stuff that she's this. done. When you look at, like, there's the Marvel stuff, but, like, um, uh, Under the Skin yeah. and her. Like, she's actually quite an interesting, like, cool actress. I, I think that they underutilize her a lot. I'm she's a not, movie I'm, star. I'm yeah. still not sure. She's definitely a movie star. She's definitely a movie star. I think she's really good I, I, the, as Black Widow. I'd like to see her. But she doesn't get the same I would accolades like, of Jennifer Lawrence. I agree. Gets. And I would love, but I don't think that she has done, I mean, I think she started really strong and I, I do not feel, like, I, know, I think she's done a lot of really good stuff, but not, I would love to see, I would love to see a Jason Bourne style thing with her because I think that if they could make that work, then that would be the thing that she's been looking forward to just kind of take well, that's that what one Lucy level. kind of. Was mean, meant to be, been, I guess. Yeah. And Mate, you know what? I, that was a lot good. Yeah, that, like, there yeah. was a lot of that. That the was first half hour. Yeah, but I'm saying six fifty, so. seven hundred million, if they do it right. What? That's how much it'll make. Oh, I was going to say that's how much it will cost. <laughs> oh, no, like, no, 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 a black widow, <laughs> a black solid. widow, but getting it. Oh, but getting but it by right. this stage, fucking Marvel could fart know. in a jar and just film it for two hours. Have you not seen like... fart jar, man? <laughs> man, it's amazing, <laughs> mate. Where did he turn? His brother is Andrew Jar Man, and he's got that his is. other brother Darren, Darren Jar Man. He got really fat. Yeah, he got really fat. Didn't let um, out his farts. Eddie Murphy plays all three characters. <laughs> man, when he turns into giant fart jar, man, it is amazing. Ah, uh, you know what? That was a great bit in. Uh, wow, uh, have you done? What's too late now? Okay, I, I mean, mean mate, if you listen to this pod, also, can you know what you'll do when you do the pronouns? Just say um, there's some civil nah, war. You know what? Like in general, if you haven't learnt by now that if things are out, we're going to. Are we going to be the first podcast that doesn't spoil? Doesn't give a spoiler notice? Yeah. yeah. Shit, we're changing the game. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Quantum Cop is coming looking for the it. It's going to be the greatest watched. crime of oh, the yeah. 21st century is the podcast that refuse to put a spoiler warning That's in. That's after we've Mate. left after season five and someone else has taken up after season six. I Look, here's the thing. If we unexpectedly <laughs> That's when they're start, bringing a new like, showrunner. Yeah, <laughs> if, like, we, if we come in and start spoiling shit that you don't expect us to talk about, fair enough. But if you if you're coming to this podcasting and think we're not going to talk about X Men or fucking like you know Batman versus Superman or Civil War or whatever, make your own choices. There's a range of other podcasts you can listen to in that time, and then revisit. Do you, this have podcast. you ever skipped? But we're not past, coming on wait, and just. But have you ever heard never. a spoiler warning in? And it's never, it? I've never really? heard a spoiler that spoiled anything either. Really? Never. In fact, if anything, in Civil War, the thing that spoiled it is there's a scene from the third, the last part of the movie that is in the trailer that gives away a bit of a plot twist because there's a plot twist and then you go, oh, well, this thing still hasn't happened so there has to be a plot twist another way again mm. and that kind of did give it away but it didn't really annoy me at all. No. I mean, grow up. Yeah, it'll be all right. It'll be fine. I mean, if your movie relies on it, I mean, I guess if it's like if it's The Sixth Sense or whatever, no fucking spoilers. But like in X-Men, for example, I don't think there's anything that I could tell you about what happens in that new X-Men film that would in any way... Like, if I told you, like, people know that there's Wolverine in, in some way. If I explained to you every second of what Wolverine does in that film, which I won't, but if you, if I did, it would in no way actually detract from your experience of watching that film, in my nah, opinion. None at all. Unless you're really gullible and don't think Wolverine's in it. 
Or is he? He's in the fucking trailer. Oh. Is, or is oh, he? He's only in it. <laughs> no, he is. <laughs> or is he? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. You see the claws pop out of his hands. Yeah, but or is he? Yeah, no, it's him. Yeah, it is him. But yeah. or is right. <laughs> it's definitely him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was no, actually no, surprised that they spent that one in the trailer. That seemed to me to be uh, like that, a uh, you know da- like, days of no. What's the first class? That was a great cameo they used. That's in first a great class. one. They should have just done that again. And him turning around, telling them to fuck off. Is it was yeah. funny? It was it's worth really funny. the PG rating or the M rating that they got. Yeah. How many fucks do we get? You get one. You we get, get the one. perfect character to deliver yeah. it. Yeah, that maybe that was Jackman's deal. He's like, but I'm saying the fuck. Yeah. I know you get one. Well, you know, and the, I want it. You know, the third film's R rated now. Yeah, he's gonna say he's gonna say nothing but fuck. So I read. Old he man comes that. in singing. He actually does. It's like that scene, uh, and he actually just kills everyone to root in the back of the ute by Kevin Bloody Wilson. Jesus Christ! What so a twist! They're basing that like the last, <laughs> but slowed down. On old Rooting man Logan. The back yeah, old man Logan. So that's Hawkeye. So they can't get Hawkeye because he's Hawkeye. a Marvel. So. Who, the, who do they get as his sidekick? They're just, you know what they're going to do? They're just going to make him old Deadpool. man Logan. No. They'll get Deadpool. No, they won't get Deadpool. You don't think? No. No. They, uh, think about it. Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman really like each other, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you can't put they're them in the two same big like fucking, that, but... they're, they're two big marquee players in that universe. Like, who wouldn't want to see a fucking, uh, you know, Wade Wilson in the Wasteland? I think it makes I'm not saying sense. I don't want to see it. <laughs> oh, I want to see it more than anything. Yeah, why it's not going to happen. It? Yeah. Do you reckon if they're going R-rated, it makes sense. Do you reckon it will be... Uh, imagine if it ends up being like a uh, uh, the latest Mad Max with Wolverine. That would be good. Or just a buddy movie. I haven't they actually, should make a buddy cop to movie. To be honest, though. Like, like yeah. Wolverine Everyone and... talked about that last Wolverine film has been, oh, that's the redemptive one. No, well, it I almost still was. Haven't, I still haven't seen a Wolverine as good as X2. That was, for me, the best we've seen so far. Think about that Wolverine. I reckon last this one's one. pretty we've good. Talk, we've talked about this a lot. This uh, recent uh, Wolverine, yeah, uh, the last Wolverine film. And if it just finished with him fighting a hundred ninjas, yeah, if he like, fought hundred ninjas, stupid fucking robot. It was such Wonder. a disappointment. Silver Samurai oh, fighting a hundred ninjas for twenty twenty five minutes to yeah. finish off that movie is something yeah. special. Right. He's, While he's, he's okay. like mortal, like you know, yeah. mortal. We get Bruce Willis to go back and reshoot the ending of that film. They shoot the 100 ninjas he's fighting, or 50 ninjas, but they shoot it like the hallway scene in season one of Daredevil. Yeah. A right. brutal, yeah, single take. Puffing, him, you know what? Like, the, getting like, like the scene in Kingsman in the, in the oh, church. Yeah. Do yeah. that. That right. would be an awesome ending. Right. That's him what they should have done. All those but just tearing minutes. through them, right. just cutting guys in half, right. just being full berserker That's what you mode. do with your R rating. You don't fucking come up with like wacky But that's why I feel job. like X2... The, the the only time you've ever seen Wolverine in Berserker mode is oh, X2. And you know what's and that's great what about that it. defines and you, him, right? and you know what, what's great the about it? The only time that he's so far, so far <laughs> yeah. that you personally, Charlie, have seen him in Berserker yeah. mode. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Spoilers. Spoilers. I've, got no, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Right. But, uh, and also, what's great for him being in Berserker mode is he's in he's protecting the kids. So you've got motivation. Right. Like, you it, can justify it. Do you know it, what I mean? But he does that next two as well. That's what, uh, so, no, well, that's what I'm saying. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, you know, the, that moment when he shoves that guy up against the wall and then he retracts the claws and then the, the guy drops and you see the claw marks in the fridge. Yeah, it's awesome. As a kid, I just went, that's great. And as a kid, I mean, a man. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of, like, but in the new X-Men film, and this, again, I, like, spoilers, if you really are going to get upset about things, this is a spoiler, I guess, but it's not much of a spoiler. Well, it's not out. So, it, 
That's still a spoiler, I think, if it's not out. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But I'm saying, like, you know, with with the Wolverine movie. So, hang on. You oh, are that. putting a yeah. spoiler in now. And you well, just your whole fucking platform. I'm not really. This is why I can't vote for you, To be Will. honest, well, I'm not going to. I'm just saying that you, if you're really going to get upset about it, there after the Wolverine scene in the latest X-Men film, and this is one of the problems with latest X-Men film, is there's always an extrapolous line yeah, that right. is, like, not should not be there. Like, and... There is a scene yeah. where, like, after it happens, yes. whatever happens, and one of the characters goes, gee, I hope we never see yeah, that, that guy again. Yeah. Oh, it's and horrific. It's like, my favourite example of that so, is... And it has a lot of those lines. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the problems the best, of the movie. The best, yeah. the best film for that is Titanic. There's about four or five lines in Titanic where someone goes, hmm, there don't seem to be enough lifeboats on here. And <laughs> oh, the yeah. like, don't worry about that miss, this ship will never sink. And then there's right. another scene spoilers. with dinner, and it's like... Spoilers. What? Hey, spoilers. <laughs> Sorry. What? If you have not seen Titanic... I haven't. <coughs> spoilers. Jesus. Yeah, that film is littered. Well, that's... That. A, you know, that, uh, Batman versus Superman, all those great scenes of... Uh, something's going down in uh, downtown Metropolis, but a good thing it's 9pm, and most people have Everyone's gone home. Because you know what yeah. people do at 9pm? Leave the city. All at once. Yeah. All at once. Lucky everyone's just got out. There's Look. only Gary. Oh no, he's Gary's off tonight. Everything's fine. Yeah. I'm going to drag that creature to that part of the city where no one's hanging no out. No one is. No yeah. one at all. Yeah. Hey, why don't you just show them saving people? Right. Why don't you show them like, hey, you know we should have this fight. A movie cinema showing this movie three weeks from now. There was a there was a oh theory. There's no one here. <laughs> Before Batman versus Superman came out, someone came up with this great idea of how they should have introduced the Flash, which to me makes sense and. Right. And so saves all that, that destruction. There. Yeah, is that so? In man, <laughs> okay, he's a so, dream in within a dream within another dream. So in Man of Steel, you know, you see all yes. this destruction and stuff, and then you open with Batman versus Superman, and you're convinced. Well, how could there not be like at least ten thousand civilian casualties there? Right. But what you find out is that people reported there was this kind of blur moving right. through the city. Oh yeah, right. That saved everyone, but yeah. no one knows that was it, what and it that's was. the only incident. That's the only reference you make to it right. until later on. It's like, oh, hang on. So there's 10,000 survivors from the Battle of Metropolis, right. and they all just report like well, just being and, transported. But it, doesn't, but it doesn't even have to be all of them. You could say half of the 8, people 000. were like yeah. saved by blah, 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 right. the blur, whatever it is, the by blur. this blur, and then you're done. Yeah. And like anyone, uh, it, but or you could also go anyone from the water was saved, mysteriously. Yeah, yeah. Or anyone, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. You or anyone really... in a cyborg laboratory. Oh, oh. Or uh, anyone who was in an invisible jet. Hang on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, you, you this know, is when the pitch meeting starts to break down at Warner Brothers. You know what? You, you, get, you get the gist. We'll work the rest <laughs> you know what? You well, at least the blur. Let's go with the blur. You know what was interesting was there was no hint of Green Lantern, and they looked at the, they. I reckon they thought well, that one's still got a bit of stench on it. We're going to have to just keep that in the back. But the, you know they've lot. announced they're doing a Green Lantern core movie. Core, yeah. I don't with, think that's a bad idea. Uh, well, uh, they're gonna. The obvious so choice like does that mean there's do aliens? it like a cop movie. I just can't does that get, mean there's aliens in it? I just can't get the Green Lantern. Right. Whenever the Green Lantern gets with the can aliens, can you just explain just like, to me yeah, what I don't understand about dumb. the whole Green Lantern power? Yeah, that willpower to create, you know, um, green what energy hell? to create whatever is how long does that fucking shape last? So you know, a bad guy's running towards you and he does like a brick wall, bling, yeah. you know, and the yeah. guy hits the brick wall. Yeah. Does that, how long does that stay up? Well, when he he until he stops thinking about it. Really? Indeterminate yeah. time. Right. So, well, whatever, how, whatever serves whatever the story. Like yeah. kryptonite yeah. spray. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or spear. 
By the way, uh, we oh, that was meant to be Robin Spear. People have hit me up going, "Oh, well, the Spear was meant to be representative of Robin." And well, shut the fuck up. Hey, actually, you as the most comic book literate person I know, do you think you could make a Green Lantern film that works? Yes, I think I could. I'm not asking oh, you. No, of course you. <laughs> do you. Do you think you could do it? Do you think Green Lantern Corps could work? I, I, you know what? I reckon it would work as a series better. Like actually make it yeah. like an uh, Hill Street Blues. <laughs> Was, no, Amazing, but, you know, a, like just a cosmic version of the Hill Street Blues right, theme, but with know, like a theremin or something. Yeah, but yeah. I, but, but I'd have stories in different parts. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. having it it's all like, tied it's together. It's like it's a big story that ties together, but it's set in different. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Well, you yeah. still like Guardians of the Galaxy. You make it funny. I oh think, yeah, I think that's what it needs. The that the Ryan Reynolds film they tried to make like fucking Batman Dower yeah. lost his dad. Blah, you know blah, what? Blah. You probably do need just one silly one where you just go. Well, you can just make it into a fucking boxing glove or a, like a whatever and be funny with the the what you power. use the power for is you know how we were talking about the Fantastic Four. The first thing I do with the Fantastic Four movie we is started I, at the end of the last movie, right? So because I want everyone to remember it, yeah, I probably use the last fifteen minutes of the movie. To yeah, start exactly. My new you know movie. where they go? Well, oh, there's four of them. They seem yeah. fantastic. Yeah, we should call them the Fantastic. Is for roll opening credits. Yeah, boom, we're in, <laughs> right? Yeah. But the uh, first thing I do is I get rid of Mr. Fantastic's ability to stretch because it's you just don't buy into it. Otherwise, or you go really the opposite smart. direction where you have a theme song that goes, they called me Mr. Fantastic. I stretch <laughs> totally like fantastic. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I love everything about that. <laughs> Mr. Fantastic. Let's just keep it. Oh, I stretch you know, fantastic. by the way, if you ever Leighton thought... Leighton Hewitt called me spastic. Oh, there we go. That's all right. You put it in Leighton's mouth. That's yeah, not offensive. Th- we got out of it. That was good. That was fun. That's odd. Oh, no, I already... Oh, yeah, no. Well, it brings it back home. Yeah. If you ever wanted to see Batman Begins as made as Inception, I think we finally got it. I call it Doctor Strange. And I was... Oh, yeah. That uh, looks yeah, okay. Yeah, I reckon yeah. that looks okay. Yeah. I like Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. And uh, I'd like the he way he does they- a weird American accent. He does a he does a Hugh Laurie House American accent. Yeah, where every word he says has this strange overenunciation because right. I'm American now. Yeah, he's doing an accent. Yeah, I but- am acting. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there goes another exactly. Novel. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I think the pizza's probably about to arrive, so uh, we should. And that's uh, our new sign off. The pizza's just about to arrive. We should uh, wind up this podcast. Justin, do you have anything to promote or like tell people about or anything? Is no, not anything? really. Not really. No, no just stay safe. Uh, stay safe. Seatbelts. Uh, big shout out to one of my favorite podcasts. Oh yeah, dude, check that out. Oh, any podcast recommendations? Anyone listening to anything that they're enjoying at the moment that they? We haven't given a podcast shout-out for a while. The Dollop, of course, with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds is always a good one. Comedy film nerds, probably science, a whole bunch of people who do this podcast regularly. Jen Kirkman's I Seem Fun. I like the Little Dum Dum Club. I was on a recent episode of that, having a great time. Uh, I love Green Guide Letters. Something Wonky are doing a podcast every day during the election that is all about the Australian election. So if you're interested in Australian politics from a left-wing perspective... I, I think our New Zealand friends who do the worst idea ever... Uh, Guy Montgomery uh, and... Uh, uh, Tim Blatt, uh, I think they're doing their new movie now I think every day explain this podcast because some people who are listening might not know the idea of the podcast so the idea is uh, they they, they, for the first year for once a week for 52 weeks they watched Grown Ups 2 and reviewed it did a new new review every week watched the movie and then reviewed it and then and then followed that up with uh, (laughs) Sex and the City 2 which Guy Montgomery halfway through the year said 
this is a mistake because <laughs> the first film, Grown Ups 2, is 90 minutes and this is two and a half hours. Right. They also do an annual podcast that they're going to do for the rest of their lives until they're both dead where they're going to <laughs> review Paul Blart. Ball Cop, Cop 2, and the podcast is called Till Death Do Us Blart. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Fuck you guys. That is the funniest thing I've heard in such ah, a long time. So check out that And podcast. so their new one is they, uh, they're going to watch the uh, the Zac Efron <laughs> film that came out uh, where he's a DJ. Uh, uh, when we were, I don't know. Young? Young, when we were Something young. Like when we were young, about Carl Jung. Yeah. yeah, and they just talk about their dreams. But anyway, yeah. they're now watching that. Every week. Anyway, they're very funny guys. Guy Guy Montgomery, I got to spend a little bit of time with at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. One of my favourite new comedians. He's a really really brilliant guy. Guy Montgomery and Rose Matafeo are too much. Uh, So, uh, Charlie and I have another podcast. It is called Two Guys, One Cup. It is an AFL podcast. So, if you like AFL football, you can listen to that podcast. We try to get it out weekly. Uh, we have a Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash TOFOP, T-O-F-O-P. We're going to put some new uh, levels in there, some new sort of we got goals some and stuff. stuff. We've got some stuff yeah, up our sleeves. Uh, LA Podcast Festival is coming up, so we need to raise some money and stuff to get over there and do a few more things. So uh, have a look at our Patreon page, and if you would like to support the podcast, support those. Uh, that's awesome. Is there any new episodes of that, or are you having a break? No, nah, just, just having hiatus. a break. You're on hiatus. I'm on hiatus. Don't know if it's been renewed. Yeah, that's Waiting right. Waiting to hear. Yeah. We I, need a petition. I, I'm around. <laughs> if you need someone to nerd it up. Uh, can you take this photo, please? Any Anything oh, that you yeah. want to tell people about? Well, I'm... Uh... Uh, I'm recording a whole lot of interviews and then I'm going to drop it like a Netflix Hammo Truth Bomb. So uh, you can just, uh, what, you can binge listen? You can binge listen. You can uh, you can binge audio. Binge audio. Oh, hey. he's my favourite Italian singer. Yeah. yeah. Binge audio. Oh, oh my God. Always brought me to tears. Yeah, always got racist. <laughs> but I've, uh, the first one... the I've... 11th tenor. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, mate, he's massive. He's the... <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He... <laughs> he always called himself an 11er. Yeah. That was his private joke, but we loved it. Mate, I'd give him a high five, but he always got a stitch. The uh, Zoe Kumar. Did you I- say wog? Rob. Oh. Rob. <laughs> Rob stitch. So I was trying to go a Rob stitch joke. I was like a Rob stitch. Anyway, I couldn't. Uh. I had to go. I had to go. I can't all be winners. This the- is free. Come on. The first interview with Zoe Kumar's is a corker. So I'm look, once I have a few more under the belt, I'll try to Awesome. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, I have another interview podcast called Willosophy, so you can check that out as well. It is intermittent, which means that it comes out whenever I get around to doing it. But I will try to do some more episodes this year. Uh, is that it, Charlie? Well, I'm Charlie Clawson. I'm Will Anderson. And I'm mostly Justin Hamilton. <laughs>